Hello and welcome to The Flicksters, the place where two movie geeks bring you all the movie reviews and news you can ever want in your whole life. You can download our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, CastBox and Anchor. Just pop in The Flicksters podcast. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube and Twitter. And again, just pop in The Flicksters podcast. We'll see you there. <laughs> you. <laughs> um, so, Deval, yes. uh, been to Green Street re- uh, recently? Yes, I have actually, yeah. Okay. It's, a, it's a nice street. Okay. It's a very cool. nice street. Talk, yeah. talk much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're just, we're just talking nonsense over here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, right, let's begin the show. Yes, let's start the let's show. Let's get into it because this is the, do, 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 this is the, sorry, this is the second episode of 2019. Yes, yeah, the second, like, this is probably the, 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 the first full, full 2019 team. like recorded exactly. episode and yeah. we're here 2019 let's do it you let's, know let's crack on um so ladies and gentlemen if you haven't been listening to the show recently why not but we always start the show off with some uh, shout outs yeah uh, we get lots of correspondence in now it's just like our inbox is stuffed and we have got to just mention uh, Shane again Yes, we have. Yes, we have. Uh, Shane, like I said uh, a few weeks ago, actually, uh, Shane, me and Shane go way back, uh, primary school back. And that's, uh, what's that in America? Is that uh, um, grade school? Grade school. I don't know what they call it, but yeah. basically like when you're between five years and 11 years old. Yeah, primary school. Primary school, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we go way back and uh, recently uh, Shane reached out uh, and he's uh, interested in uh, launching a like a, a social media uh, sort of, I guess, yeah, social media exposure type mm. of uh, platform for people who are interested in launching their own social media platform. And uh, obviously we know how hard it is to try and hustle yeah. your platform out there to get, you know, to get, to get your likes, to get your presence out there, to get exposure. And he's, he's interested in doing this for everyone, actually, which is actually a really good idea. Yeah. So. I was quite happy that he reached out uh, to me and said, yeah, how would you like to get involved in this? And I said, yes, Shane, I would love to get involved Let's in this. Let's do it. Let's do it. So we are in process of actually mm. recording a uh, an intro yeah. for the Flicksters mm. so we can plonk it onto his uh, platform. And then that gets seen by, you know, all the other people out there. And it's just a great thing to do. Great idea. And it's vice versa. He's doing that for other people as well, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. This this is a, this is this is not an exclusive thing. Mm. So you can go into the platform, you can uh, put your your work out there, and basically every week the, the one that has the most likes gets promoted. Yeah, basically. So you got to hustle. You got to hustle. You Everyone's hustling. You know. So yeah, really good, really good shout out to Shane. Thanks for doing that. Yeah, and uh, we'll be hopefully winning that weekly uh, uh, <laughs> prize promotion prize promotion, so whatever watch it is, yeah. space watch your space uh, also now we haven't heard from this next person in quite a while because he's been a bit quiet um he's been busy with his other half um <laughs> uh, sorry other half what is that other half <laughs> well i mean is that attached to him <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I just want to give a quick uh, mention out to Marcel, aka mm. Mr. Lindo Man, and he went on to our YouTube channel. 
he subscribed so subscribe everyone and he listened to the podcast he loved it and he had to correct one of the things that we mentioned <laughs> on there so marcel he's massive into dc isn't he's it? huge he he is a dc man more than he a marvel is. man exactly yeah. he is no no definitely and he corrected us on on the the way that we we referred to was it batgirl batwoman yeah 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 so marcel thanks for pointing that out to us and thanks for the feedback um you're welcome you know you're honored yeah exactly you're loved, you're loved. thank and, you and uh, he actually i think he's more of a he's a silent listener he's silent in a lot of things he does he's yeah. one of those sneaky guys that do things and you'll never know i know but uh but yeah we've known him for quite a while and he's never really shown himself out there because he's quite a you know a silent assassin yeah but, and then which is quite strange because yeah. he because he was an actor and you know he's done lots of things. Um, he was cor- an actor. Cor- Coronation Street. Uh huh. Yeah, Coronation Street. Yeah. Um, he was in a short film called a, a, short Mo- f- a Moment in the Office <laughs> yeah, back exactly. in two thousand and eight, I believe. Yeah, and yeah. he's been in. Um, I think he's been in a lot of home movie videos, which yeah, we yeah. won't mention. But you can you can find a lot of his stuff doing the the festival circuit. Yeah. And uh, direct to DVD or <laughs> online <laughs> platforms. Exactly. Marcel, oh gosh, he's gonna be like, what the fuck? Uh, all right. And um, who are we chatting one, at next? The flying winemaker. Oh, what a name. What a name. What a exactly. handle. Right? Anything to do with the flying, it's a, it just beefs up anyone's presence. Exactly. The flying Dutchman. I mean, <laughs> think of the flying Dutchman. I mean, why are they flying? Obviously, not Dennis, not Den, not Dennis Bergkamp, but, you know. <laughs> Swooping in there, winemaking. Yeah, exactly. What is it? So the flying winemaker just uh, liked one of our posts on Instagram. Yeah. I think the flying winemaker loves uh, Marvel. Mm-hmm. He posted something on Marvel couple of weeks ago actually yeah and it was when uh, we incorrectly and uh, my my apologies <laughs> but incorrectly stated that avengers infinity war was going to be released in the uk, UK on netflix yeah and it was actually just in the us on netflix i know it will come out on in the uk on netflix but just not yet so and, and also i think that confused paul phoenix as yes, well because yes. he was like where, where the hell where is it <laughs> it's just like you know um sorry oh, sorry and, and talking about um infinity war you mm. know there was this thing about the description, you know, like Netflix, they put in a description, mm. you know, and the description that they used for Thanos was mm. a intergalactic sociopath. Yeah. Did you see, did you yeah. read about this yeah. one? And then they, there was so much backlash and then they changed it around. Mm. Like, I mean, come on, man. I think they realised that he's actually, people like Thanos, you know. They, his storyline, his Some arc. people can understand what he's trying to achieve. Exactly. His application is a bit messed up, but he is trying to look out for for people in the long run. Yes. You know? It's the long game for him. Ah, not the end <laughs> not game. Not the end game. The long game. Exactly. Okay. So All that's right. finals. But yeah, just just yeah. Uh, to go back quickly to Shane's uh, shout out, it's called NutTube mm. or NewTube. N-U-Tube. Yes. So is that NewTube? NewTube. NewTube. Uh, yeah. Not, not NutTube. NutTube could be something else, mate. <laughs> so uh, the channel's called NewTube. So watch out for that, guys. Yeah. And uh, hopefully you'll see us on there. Yep. All right. So... Folks, now let's move on to movie news. And I just wanted to mention this because I'm not, I haven't been like, I'm not a huge fan of Pirates of the Caribbean, to be honest with you. I'm okay, not. Okay. And I know you like the franchise. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all right. Okay, let me know. It started off well. I have watched most of them. Yeah. I don't think I've watched the last two. Yeah, yeah. But the first three i'd say were fun they were kind of like an, a, an event adventure yeah. da, 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 exactly da, 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 kind of thing you and know who was, so. the, who, who was the draw 
Uh, Orlando Bloom or Johnny Depp? Or Kira Knightley? Do you know, I kind of, because I like, I like Legolas. I mm. like Lord of the Rings. Kira Knightley, I've not really been drawn to her, to be yeah. honest. She, she is good in it, don't get yeah. me wrong, but I've never really been drawn to her. So for me, I liked Legolas, Orlando Bloom's character. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, uh, Johnny Depp. He's the, he's like well, he's the main star in it, obviously. And yeah. He's a, bit of an, he's a nutter in it. But, yeah. He's a, a likable nutter. Right. You know, but so yeah, he's a good character as well. All right. So what are your thoughts then? If say there was another Pirates of the Caribbean movie without Johnny Depp, would you still go watch it? I wouldn't watch it if he was in it. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sort of done with it now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because yeah, it's, yeah. it's been getting bad. It's it's, it's been getting not, worse for exactly. a while. So. so apparently, the news is this right that Disney could mm. save ninety million dollars. Nine zero. Nine zero. Wow. Right. If they do a reboot of Pirates of the Caribbean without Mr. Depp, boom, 90 million. So he's gutted. He's going to be missing out on a 90 million pound or dollar payday. But how much, how much kind of like added value does he bring to it? Uh, bums on seats, I guess, maybe. Yeah. But I guess bums on seats have been dwindling. Because so he's not, he's not be, I don't think he's, yeah. he has that star, that, that, that star power, like what no. he had like five, ten years ago. Especially with his recent track record of, uh, of, of his relationships and, and Grindelwald. And yeah. He, had a know, knock on effect, I reckon. Yeah, there was rumours that he busted up Mira and... Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Amber Amber Heard. Yeah. Yeah. And there so, was like a lot of stuff going on over there. Mm. So I think people kind of like turned off of him. So it looks like uh, Pirates of the Caribbean could be in deep water. <laughs> 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 I mean, deep water. I don't know what water. <laughs> deep water. In fact, oh, it's walked its final plank. <laughs> oh, gosh. No. Yeah. Garly. Garly. Right, okay. okay. So, talking about water, mm. here's some news about Aquaman. Apparently, Aquaman is set to surpass Wonder Woman. Now, yeah. you know and I know. And Justice League. And yeah. Justice yeah. League. It's already know, surpassed Justice League already, actually. Yeah, it's I already mean. already has. It's crazy. It's done $666 million uh, so far. Yeah. As, as, of this was, as of the time this was printed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And Justice League done 657 million in the box office. So, and Aquaman is still going. It's still going strong. It's still going strong. As you're going to allude to, Wonder Woman as well. Yeah, I mean, it it looks like as if it's going to surpass Wonder Woman. And you know that Wonder Woman was a huge hit for DC. Mm. So this is looking like a really, really good move for Mm -hmm. DC at the moment. Now, I'm not sure about critically... Critically, it has taken a few batterings. Mm. Uh, a lot of people were kind of giving it two stars, three stars, and like we reviewed it uh, a few episodes back. So go back yeah. and listen to that. I think I think the it's a fun film. Yeah, it's a very, I enjoyed it. It's a fun film. I think people are looking past, I guess maybe the the levels, you know, because I mean. The, for a film meant to be based in Atlantis, it hasn't got the depth that people maybe yeah. thought it would have. Right. But on the surface, you know, it's, yeah. it's a bit of a snorkeler, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a snorkeler, this film. You sort of put your head in the water, you can yeah. see everything. Yeah. Everything's all nice and pretty, but you're not going to go down any further, you know? So it's still a fun experience that you don't need to get your scuba dive, scuba diving gear on. You don't need your, uh, what's that qualification called again? Your the paddy. Paddy, you don't need that, you know? You just get your little snorkel Snorkeling, on, you know? dip your toes into yeah. it a little bit. And see everything, all the fishes under the sea and all that, you know? Yeah. 
So it's a fun, it's a fun ride. It is, it is a fun mm. ride. And look, you know what? There, there's a couple of characters in there which are interesting. Like I, I thought Black Manta was like really, really funny. Like mm, yeah. he was like he came back in his suit and yeah. he just dished out some yeah. some some beat down he, he on ruined that city. Exactly. That, 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 so we'll <laughs> see what happens city. with that one. Mm. Uh, all right, okay. Keeping it with Warner Brothers mm-hmm. and DC. Mm-hmm. Now tell us about the Batman. So for a while now, we've heard the Batman has been in trouble. Yeah, because originally Ben Affleck was set to be the Batman or continue being the Batman. Mm, mm. And he was also looking to uh, step into the director's uh, boots and direct the film and co-write as well. He was yeah. going to be all up in Batman. <laughs> He's going to be all up in <laughs> Batman. He yeah. was going to be all up in Batman, trust me. Yeah. But he stepped back. What, what his, went his, wrong? Creative differences, I do not know. I just, I, I don't think maybe, maybe he wasn't as confident in the property anymore. Mm. Maybe Warner Brothers were sticking their, the too many brothers in there, <laughs> yeah. you know, to uh, to to muddy the waters. Who yeah. knows? But he backed off and said, "You know what? Okay, you do your thing, guys. Thank you very much." Yeah. So there's still question marks whether he will still be Batman because mm-hmm. there's been talk of other people being cast as Batman. Yeah, we've heard of John Han. Being a very very likely yeah. uh, Helm, contender, yeah. although they're looking for a younger version of Batman. Yeah. So they're also talking about uh, what's his name, the other suave guy, Army Hammer. Army Hammer. Army as well. Hammer. He's a younger guy. He yeah. he's got that Batman distinction, that yeah, you know, that the, the eloquence and the, the jaw as well. Yeah. yeah, you're right. So there's a few possibilities out there. There's quite a few that maybe could step into the into the helm and dawn the cowl mm. of of the Dark Knight, but from what I hear is that Batman is going to be going ahead with filming or production will start towards the end of the year. Okay. the very end of the year, November 2019. Yeah. Which is still good news for people that want to see another Batman yeah, standalone I, film. I, I want to see one. Exactly. I want to see one. And I'll be honest with you, just to add on to that, I thought Ben Affleck was a, a, a good Batman. Was all right. I thought yeah. he was. Do you know that? And when I first kind of... Um, you know, I wasn't too keen on the whole kind of, you know, Batman, Superman, Dawn of Justice thing at first. But then mm. when I rewatched it, I thought, you know what? He's actually good. Mm. The Batman that he is, is a Batman of later life. Yeah. He's been through a lot. He's been through a lot. He's been yeah. through some dark times. He's, he's haggard, he's, lost. he's old and like, you know. Yeah, he's lost Dick Grayson. He's lost, yeah. he's lost a lot. And you're right, he's haggard and doesn't he means business. He's killing people. He's, yeah, he's you know, breaking he arms. He's exactly, like doing so. all that sort of stuff. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's a different take on it. So we'll see. By then, we would have, we, we would have had uh, the Joker. Yes. We would have had Joker by then. And we would have had... No, it's just one DC film this year, isn't it? Shazam. Shazam. Sorry, yeah, you're right, Shazam. So we would have had two films from DC, so... Oh, and no, and Wonder Woman. No, that's 2020 now, being put back. Oh. Summer 2020. Sorry, you're yeah. right, because we mentioned this last week. Yeah, it's crazy. So, it's meant to be out November. Yeah. 2019. So they've only got two movies now. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It's a bit light, isn't it? It's a bit light. It is a bit light. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so, you know, c'est la vie. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Okay, let's move on to Netflix and mm. let's move on to a show that was released over the Christmas period. Mm. You reviewed it last week. It's generated so much buzz on the internet. Mm-hmm. And I thought the idea was absolutely amazing. I watched this this last couple of days. It's called, um, uh, what is it called again? Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch, yeah. Yeah, so mm. Black Mirror, Bandersnatch. Mm. And the whole idea, man, mm. is brilliant. It's, it's kind of like revolutionary. You decide what the character mm. does. 
from uh, choosing rice, um, a cereal, cereal bar, yeah. to kind of like, you know, shouting at someone. Yeah, to the like music he listens the, to on the bus. On the bus is all these different it's, options, right? And you know what? I found myself going back. I went back and yeah. forth and I changed yeah. stuff up around. So yeah, it was interesting. And so listen out to, uh, listen to Deval's review of that last week. But check this out. So Will Poulter, he plays the the other gamer yeah. with the white hair. Yeah. He's he's basically gone off social media mm. because there was backlash over his portrayal, over his hairstyle, over the the you know he he basically there was a lot of backlash o- over his character, and for the sakes of his mental health, he was like, "Fuck it, I'm I'm basically Damn. taking a break away from it," Damn. because as you know, the internet can be mm. a rough place mm. it can be tough man so i just thought it's kind of you know a bit sad because he's a great actor mm. i thought he was really good he's really versatile that guy i think he's like you mentioned it he was in detroit which i still mm. haven't seen he was in a film a, one of a really good f- a film that i kind of liked was called son of rambo when he was about oh, 10 years was old that him that was him okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. really good film yeah uh, and we are we are the Millers. We are the Millers. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah. That, that's a bit sad to hear. And it, do you know what? Social media these days it is a beast on its uh, 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 you know onto its own. Yeah. And it can snowball out of control in different circumstances. And I think you have to know yourself. You have to know what your capabilities are. Know your limitations and know whether it's really important for you to be involved in it or not. So like in all seriousness, I mean, if he's chosen to you know, remove himself from the situation for a time period for him to just, you know, do what's important, yeah. step back from it, uh, reevaluate, get back in touch with actual physical and, you know, different con- in- interactions, mm-hmm. then do it and come back to it. Because obviously p- people that work in the creative industries, social media is a, is a, it's a tool for their, you know, for their, for their crafts. Yeah. So it's understandable that sometimes you need to be on it. But if you step back, come back to it, it's not going to go away. Exactly. It's not going to disappear. So he's made the right choice, I, I think. I think he's made the right choice because, you know, what right do like, people have to basically turn around and say, hey, look, you look shit or, you know, I don't know. They, they, mm. Obviously, there's criticism. Mm. We, we, we criticise films. Yeah. You know, we watch films yeah. and we say, I wasn't happy with that. Mm. And like, you know, I totally get that. And people have got a chance to do it. But then sometimes... There's it, freedom of speech and then there's, there's, there's you know, there's freedom of, of, uh, of being a dickhead. Exactly. <laughs> you know, which... You can't stop. You can't stop either. No, exactly. You know, but it's down to morals and yeah. some, you know someone's uh, respects. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll see Will uh, on social media soon. Mm. Now, on to another show which is like garnering so much buzz as well. This is Netflix. Another show. Uh, another film. Sorry, on Netflix. This was released. Uh, what was it about a couple of weeks ago? Twenty first of December. Sorry, twenty first mm. of December. Right. And this is Bird Box. You reviewed it last week. Uh, you said that you liked it. I watched it and I really liked it as well. Mm. It's got this crazy premise and you mentioned the happening. There is definitely that thing going on in there with that, you know, this thing we still don't, well, I kind of got my own views on what I think it is. Okay. But um, I mean, I think it's evil, whatever it is. Do you think it's like Roseanne Barr walking around, around scaring people? People, Yeah, because mm. I mean, those drawings. Yeah. So I think that- Wolf e- Harris. Like- <laughs> She's spirit with like did we do um but yeah so it's like you know and one of the things that i want to mention about bird boxes and i was doing some reading is the the film is very different the ending of the film is different to the novel the mm, book mm. it's a lot darker mm. the book is mm. a lot darker and i get why they ended it like that but 
Netflix issued a warning to everyone. So for kids, for even adults, stop doing the bird box challenge. Mm. This is crazy. Crazy. People are doing the bird box challenge and basically what they're doing is they're walking across streets. Yeah. They're walking, they're bloody yeah. like blindfolded. I saw one on uh, <sighs> on social media that I think is cause for a phone call to child services. Oh shit. Yeah, I saw one with, um, <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> I should not laugh, but there's a man in his house. So luckily yeah. it was in the house. And he's got two children with him. Yeah. So he's imitating uh, Sandra Bullock yeah. and Boy and Girl. Yeah. And one of the children, I swear, is like not three years old. Oh my So two gosh. and a half maybe. So the child can walk, but the child isn't like, you know. Yeah. It's not, it's, the child isn't really a child child yet. And stuff. Yeah. So he's got one that's slightly older, maybe about five or six. Yeah. One that's like maybe two and a half. <laughs> he's walking around in the house with these children. And there's a bit where he walks quite fast, actually. Yeah. He's holding their hands and he walks one of the children into a wall. Oh, shit, man. And it's the younger one. Oh, man. And the younger one smacks onto the wall and starts crying. It's like face first. People, it's like, that's not, that's not cool. Don't you know do what I mean? this shit, man. The child's face smacked into the wall. They're all blindfolded. <laughs> I mean, it's not good. You know? Why? You know one thing, right? After, um, this is probably going to be for like mainly for like UK UK listeners, there was a football match, uh, a soccer match. Uh, soccer. This, is, this is Liverpool versus Arsenal. And you kept on sending the blindfolds. It was, I yeah. found that funny. That was like, yeah. you know, but doing the thing with your baby, like no. No, and going out into the road as well. Yeah. It's like, easy to know People are crazy, you know. It's mad. It's all, all to get likes. It's all to get likes. And that, that will get a million likes. Exactly, I, I guarantee I know. you that. So what, please do watch Bird Box. Let us know what you think about it, but do not do the Bird Box challenge. Like, exactly. you know what, seriously, just stay away yeah. from it. But um, yeah, it's it, apparently it's doing, that has been seen for, around about 45 million times. Yeah, I think in the first week, 45 million. Yeah. So it's been out for two, a good two and a half weeks now, I think. So Yeah, so loads of people. That's like one of the biggest successes in like, Netflix or on Netflix, yeah. I, I'd say, movie-wise. Yeah, movie-wise. All right, and talking about another Netflix show, uh, this is Marvel now. Mm-hmm. Tell us about January the 18th. January the 18th. January the 18th is powerful for two reasons. Mm-hmm. The first reason is broken glass Glassed. everywhere. If it ain't about the bunny, then I just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but no, really, glass is out on the 18th of January. Yep, yep. I've already booked to see You've it. You've already booked your tickets. Expect yeah, yeah. the review exactly. in, the, in the coming show, but... Yeah, 18th of January, uh, we'll see the release of Frank Castle, oh. a.k.a. The Punisher. Yeah. On Netflix. So season two. Mm. Yeah, so uh, played by uh, John Lithgow. No, not John Lithgow. That's the other guy, isn't it? John Berthold. Berth- Berth- Berthold or something. Berth- yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, season one was wicked. Like, <laughs> the Punisher, when he was first man. introduced in Daredevil season two. Yeah. Like, just his grit, even the way he walks. And the talks. that He's just gruff. Yeah. And then The Punisher season one came out again. Oh, a really man. One of the One of the best Netflix Marvel se- series. Yeah. Like, next to, like, Daredevil. Mm. I mean, it's like, it can go either way. Yeah. You know, but really good. Really hardcore. You feel for the guy. The guy's lost his family, family. at the fairground. I know. Imagine that. You go to the fairground... La da 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 on the on the on the carousel and all that. It, yeah. And you know, there's like a there's a there's a conflict between two rival gangs. Gangs. Hmm. 
and then you realise that it was, there's more to it. There was, it was set up so that your your family got involved oh. and all that, and it's the, and he's the only survivor. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like he's living in pure regret, hatred, anger, anger rage, and he, he realises that the, the the authorities they don't do what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Like he sees the authorities, he sees people like Daredevil, as he sees people like Captain America weak. as quote unquote, yeah. you're a half measure. Yeah. You're a half measure. I get them, they stay down. You hit them, they come back. That's, that's what he says. That's what he that says is, to Daredevil yeah. in season two. He is just, he's, he, gangster he's, the, he's there to punish, <laughs> to punish. Forget the cops, forget the, the, the forget the ju- ju- judicial system, system, forget whatever. Punishing he's there people. To, he hits you you stay down you know he says to Daredevil in season I think it was season two of Daredevil when they first met yeah uh, there was a really 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 powerful scene where they're both injured Mm -hmm. and they're both sort of talking it out yeah and they're both trying to understand each other's point of view but obviously it gets to a a stalemate they don't well, they understand each other's point of view, but they can't agree. And I'm so glad that they didn't write it so that Daredevil changes his no, mind. No, 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 no. There's no, got to be that conflict. You've got to have that. Exactly. And Daredevil said, won't stop killing. No, 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 no. No, you mean Punisher. Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry Punisher, Punisher, Punisher won't yeah. stop killing. And Daredevil will try and stop. It's almost like that, uh, similar to the scene in Captain like Captain America, uh, Civil War, yeah. when uh, Winter Soldier and Captain America are in Germany coming down the staircase mm. and... Winter Soldier's like sort of taking out the cops yeah. and Cap saying, buddy, you're going to kill someone. Yeah. And it's like one of them trying to protect the cops, the other one's trying, trying to just get the cops out of the way. But yeah, yeah so, so Winter, what's his name? Punisher, Punisher has that kind of, you know, that that's that's his ethos. Yeah. I'm taking you down because you are bad. And there are bad people. Yeah. But he doesn't want to keep him alive. He says to Daredevil in season two, a really powerful statement. He says to Daredevil, you're one bad day away from being me. <laughs> that and is when you think wicked. about it, that can be for anyone. One bad, bad day, day can happen to anyone and it could change who you are. And in Daredevil season three, what did Daredevil want to do? He wanted to just basically kill. Yeah. Um, the, 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 uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the Frank, what's his name? <laughs> what the? <laughs> he, he's gone blank now. Oh my the Kingpin, God. you mean? Kingpin. Yeah. He wanted yeah. to take it, and that was it. It was just like, look, no, I've done, yeah. I've tried to be the good, the yeah. good, he, yeah. like, you know, type Even of vigilante. Even gave him trouble. Exactly. Yeah. And he, he, that was the thing. He wanted to take out uh, Fisk. Yeah. And he almost did, didn't he? He yeah. almost did. Yeah. One bad day away from being me. <laughs> so that was brilliant. So yeah. those two shows are fantastic. Yeah. And I can't wait to watch binge The Punisher. It, binge it that weekend, oh, man. man. Seriously. Trust me. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, watch out January the 18th, Glass and The Punisher. Yes. Uh, right. Okay. Now let's move on to proper, proper Marvel news. MCU news. Mm-hmm. Tell us about mm-hmm. Capitan Marvel. Capitan Marvel. Okay. So oof. as we know, on the 8th or the 9th of March, I always get confused, but yeah. it's one of them. Yeah. Uh, we're going to see the release of Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. aka Carol Danvers, yep. played by Brie Larson, starring Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, yeah. G- uh, Gemma Chan is going to be in it. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah. Phil Coulson's going to be in it, aka yeah. Clark Gregg. Set There's in the 90s. Set in the 90s, I think 94, 95. Yeah, Jude Law. Jude Law as well. It's going to be, and they're all going to come back. Uh, uh, what's his name? Ronan the Accuser. Yeah. yeah. Korath. Korath's mm. going to be in it. Uh, Jumon Honsu. Yeah. This film's going to be fully loaded. Huge. Ben, ben, ben Mendelsohn, is that ben his name? Ben Mendelsohn always Playing, plays a brilliant uh, villain. The, uh, one of the, the scrolls. Yeah. I think he's probably going to be the, the, the main Yeah, I think villain. his name's T- T- Talos. Right. Talos, I yeah. think it is. 
Woo! So this film, yeah, this film's going to be really good. So yeah, so the premise of this film is, I'm not, I'm not going to go into too, too much detail. I don't want to yeah. spoil anything for anyone, but uh, a bit of a bit of background. Uh, the Kree, a, 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 like a massive uh, alien race mm-hmm. in the universe, they're generally blue coloured. Uh, and we've seen the Kree before with Ronan the Accuser. Yeah. Uh, so the Kree and the Skrulls, who we've never seen yet. Yeah. Uh, the Skrulls are green. They're shapeshifters. Okay. And the Kree and the Skrull have been warring for thousands of years. Yeah. Over certain uh, regions in space, over over dominance, over you know controls, that yeah. sort of thing. Similar to what humans do on Earth. Exactly. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they've been warring for ages and. Basically, Earth is in one of the the realms that mm. they want to fight over, uh, and I think we're going to be caught in between. Yeah. Earth is going to be caught in between. So, I think, from what I from what I believe, I mean, bringing the scrolls into the the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's not a light thing. The scrolls are a deep, deep. They 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 like really feared. They right. just they don't mess around. Yeah. They were, I think I think originally they were introduced in like Fantastic Four comics and stuff like that. But the Squirrel can shapeshift. They can, they are the masters of espionage. Wow. Laying low, you know, integrating. In, in, infiltrating. Into, yeah. There's a scene in the, in the uh, infiltrate, that's a good word to use, infiltrate, infiltrating, because that, I'm going to come on to that later okay. on actually. There's a scene in the, in the uh, trailer where C- Captain Marvel she punches an old lady yeah. in the face yeah. and people on the train think, what's she what, doing? What the hell is she doing? She's but, taking out an old lady. But that's a scroll. They yeah. can, they can literally be your, your, your mum, yeah. your, your, your granddad, your brother, yeah. your girlfriend. They can be animals as well, right? The cat. I think so. I think so. Yeah. There's something I, I about a cat so. in there. Yeah. I'm not sure if that cat's going to be good or bad, but yeah, I think you could be onto something there. Okay. But, uh, sorry, I'm rambling on, but yeah. yeah no, so, go, go for it. Why I say secret invasion? Secret invasion could be something that could kick off a, f- a future phase mm-hmm. in Marvel Cinematic, you know, universe. Now, secret invasion is a big, big comic a book storyline. Massive, story massive storyline, mm. massive storyline, and it, it. The premise on that is basically that the scroll were on Earth for a very long time, mm. and they were slowly infiltrating <laughs> governments. You know, Shit. governments. Uh, like, I don't know, like people of importance, right. companies, they're strategically putting themselves in the position so they could overtake right. the earth, you know? Yeah. And some people are saying that secret invasion is going to be happening in Marvel at some point. That is amazing. And then Captain Marvel could hint at that. Yes. At the end of yeah. it, maybe. Because this is in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. And if the scrolls were here before that even, who's to say... That some of the characters that we're that we've we've fallen in love with now are not scrolls. Oh. Then it makes you think. Okay, so who can? Because I don't I don't think the scrolls can. Super scroll is one of the powerful scrolls. Yeah, super scroll can imitate powers. Right. Okay. But not all the scrolls can. So you got to think who in the like who are the Avengers who can't be copied. Obviously, like Thor. Thor. You can't copy Thor. Yeah. Hulk. Nah, forget no. it. Yeah. I mean, technically, you could Iron Man because he's because he's exactly. without the suit, he's yeah. not Iron Man. Captain America can be because scrolls can be strong like that. Mm. He can be Black Widow. She's like, she's she's always she's into a, espionage. Yeah, so. she's a super assassin. <laughs> exactly. who's human. That's that. She's probably a scroller. Like she was probably born a scroll. <laughs> <Shit, laughs> you man. know, Hawkeye. Mm. I mean, there's all these people. You know, 
there's, there's, there's probably other people as well that maybe were enemies or whatever that maybe could be scrolls. Who yeah. knows? You Who know? knows? But yeah. basically what they're saying is that they could be setting things up for, you know, the future Fake, phases yeah. of... Of and, Marvel. and that would be amazing because I always have this question, right? Okay, so where does Marvel go yeah. after in, uh, in mm. Endgame? Mm. And I know the first film after Endgame is going to be uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yeah. But then what about after that? Mm. Do we get the Avengers again or a different type of Avengers? Do we get X-Men versus Avengers? Like, you know, what is it? Is it what is happening? I want to know. But yeah, this could lead to that secret mm-hmm. invasion. Yeah. And I think Kevin Feige recently said that, you know, I think... He's he's quite clever in the way he communicates things because he knows he just won't tell us all. Yeah. And t- frankly, I, I don't want him to tell us all. Yeah, well, I, I, like I don't want to know. I yeah. just want to know, like, okay, they've got this vision, but what a way to go! Th- if if Secret Invasion is a way, what mm. a way! It's a big thing, you know. Huge. It's not no light thing, and I, I, I think Secret Invasion will probably be something that is is like uh, is underpinning other, other other events. Right. So I don't think it would be like the the major event. Mm-hmm. But I think there'd be things that happen like big, you know, big threats that we that we get, like, you know, like Doctor Strange, Dormammu or yeah. something big will happen. But Secret Invasion will be just there in the background. Sure. And sure. that will, will reveal itself at a later stage. Yeah, yeah. You well, know, so Ladies and gents, keep it locked down mm. and we're gonna bring you the news and we'll tell you exactly, you know, what's what. Now um Marvel are also introducing a new character, apparently, from what I've heard. Can you reveal who that is? <laughs> yes, I can. And it's actually it's actually a nice and a bit of cheeky timing as well. Because mm. as we've seen the success of Aquaman, DC's yeah. Aquaman, there's also another character from Atlantis in the Marvel world. Wow. You may be uh, surprised to know. I am surprised. And this character is called Namor. Not Neymar, the Brazilian footballer. Not Neymar, the footballer. Namor. Okay, tell me, tell me. Namor, the Submariner. Tell me more. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me more, tell tell me more. (laughs) (laughs) Grease. (laughs) So Namor is basically, he's pretty much a carbon copy (laughs) of Aquaman. He's the sort of son of a a, a ship. Oh, right, okay. A ship, a half son of a ship, uh, like a sailor. Oh, like a sailor, sailor, right, okay, yeah, yeah. person. And uh, he... I love that shit person. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I can't say sh- uh, fisherman or... Just, you know, gender neutral, you know? Oh, right. Anyone yeah. can be a... Exactly. Ship can be person, a, yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so... Uh, yeah, so he descends from Atlantis. He's... Uh, I guess he's like a prince as well, sort okay. of thing. He's, so what, he's like half human, half yeah, Atlantean? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, yeah, same yeah. like uh, Aquaman. Exactly, yeah. And he's got he's got all the same, similar sort of powers, superhuman strength. He can swim really fast underwater, but he probably want to use a car underwater. <laughs> Just like Aquaman. <laughs> yeah. Lazy, yeah. you know. <laughs> Doesn't want to get his hair wet. Hair wet, you know? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's been around since, since the forties. Right, so yeah, he's so been Nemo around. So Namor the Submariner has been around from then. You had uh, the Human Torch mm. around from then. This is before like Fantastic Four, Four even. Uh, yeah, even the Human up, Torch, yeah. and uh, you had like Iron Man. Uh, sorry, not Iron Man, Captain America. So they they, they actually fought together. Right, they okay. They were part of like a team. Okay. Uh, and I think when when uh, Namor the Submariner first came out, he was a bit of an anti-hero. Right. He was a bit naughty. You know, he kind of went against the grain. Uh, but after a while, they made him to be like a fully fledged sort of good guy, okay. almost. Uh, but there have been some hints that Namor the Submariner actually may be, you know, he may be, he may have been 
uh, teased from a few years ago, actually. But uh, I think now they're saying that, okay, this could be happening. Okay. Or it should be happening. Yeah. But I think I think it was always going to be happening. Right. Okay. Kevin Feige did mention a few years ago that he was one person that he wanted to get, you know, involved in Marvel. Yeah. But just was, it was, the timing wasn't really, you know. But I think but, you know, what you mentioned about the success of Aquaman. Aquaman they're like, okay, yeah, this can work. This, this can, can work. work. Exactly. This could like. But in, in the first Captain America, there's a, there's a scene of, uh, of, of Captain America, well, Steve Rogers at the time and Bucky, they came to like a convention, mm-hmm. the, the Stark convention. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but the, uh, it's the one where he shows all his technology. Yeah. And as, is, as they're walking through, they see the, there's, there's a, there's a costume in like a container of the human torch. Right. And basically he's, part of his team is, uh, is, you know, name all the Submariner. Oh. So there's there's sort of hints to say that okay his group of people were gonna be spoken about at some point. Yeah. Also, there's a scene in uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, mm-hmm. 2017, Thor Ragnarok, when it was a scene just when Thor was at the bar, I believe, just before he got his haircut, I believe. Right. And in the background, no, it was a scene when he was getting introduced to the Grandmaster. Right. And the Grandmaster was like in his, you know, his palace or whatever. In the background, it's very colourful. There's a lot of people in the background and stuff like that. In the far back on the left, there's a person. You can't see his face because he's got some sort of like, you know, uh, armour around him. Right. But he's got a trident. Oh. Yeah, the person's got a trident. So some people are saying Namor the Submariner could be around on some off-world place. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? You know, it's something that it could happen. It could happen now more than ever. Yeah. And when he could be introduced, we know. Could it be in the, the next Black Panther? Could that kind of hint towards it? Yeah. Could it be in the next Doctor Strange? Could that hint towards it? It could be anything, you know. Who knows if maybe in the next Spider-Man? Because we've got the Elementals mm-hmm. and one of them deals with water. Maybe, you know, there could be a hint towards it then. Yeah. Maybe we don't know this, you know. So it could be, we may not get a massive in your face of oh, um, Namor. Yeah. But we could get a hint, hint towards it in the next few films, I think. Yeah. It's just like that kind of reminds me of that thing where, um, you know, when we were first, when we first saw Thor's hammer. Mm. Man, the end of Iron Man 2. Yeah. And, the, you know, they're in Mexico. Colson's in Mexico. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, whoa, yeah. man. That hammer. Just the image of that hammer. Exactly. And then I think the sound effect as well was like, you know. The <laughs> yeah. Boom. I just thought, whoa, this is wicked. Mm. It's like Marvel know how to do it. They know. They, they know. you know, they tease they know. it, they can introduce it. Yeah. And the uh, the last, finally, just on this thing. So we've got Namor, the the Submariner. Are there kind of other characters, because this is a little known character to me, mm. like, I mean, until you mentioned it, and you've got a poster of him, in, mm. like, you know. Yeah, yeah actually, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in your, um, in, 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 in your house. He just and walks around in speedos, doesn't he? Yeah. Fully and naked. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> looking at it now, he, like, he's, are they fighting, is that Iron Man and... Yeah, because when he first came out, Namor was a bit of a baddie. So they were so kind he's, of... Yeah, yeah, when he first got introduced, he was fighting Iron Man and people like that. Yeah. And before he started to team up with Captain America. Yeah. So, like, can Marvel bring little-known characters and make them big stars? Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. There's your answer. I mean, yeah. yes, they can, yeah. to be honest. And, and do you think we'll see more of that? Or do you think we'll just have kind of like now they'll focus on the Captain Marvels, the X-Men? No, no, like, they're gonna, you know, they have to because those people's contracts are not going to last forever. Yeah. And it's going to be uh, like the, uh, what they call called again? The Titans, you know, the the uh, the Eternals. Was it the Eternals? Uh, yeah. Yeah, the Eternals that are going to be created 
soon actually. Yeah. Uh, that's all going to be like people from Titan and sort of Thanos's lineage. Wow. That they're going to be all new characters. Star Shit. Fox. You got uh, the Thanos's half brother. I think his name is Star Fox. And he's a good one. Yeah, he's meant to be a good guy. Yeah, yeah. but you're going to get all sorts of characters going there. So yeah, they're going to be a whole a whole load, load of new characters getting introduced. And I think Namor can just be one of them. Exactly. All right, here's a character which we've spoken about uh, before. And there's kind of been a bit of a shift, actually, with regards to his story arc. Started off as kind of mischievous, you know, playing tricks. He wanted the throne. <laughs> um, he caused the Battle of New York in Avengers Ensemble. Okay. He apparently, you know, he he was all it was called down. He's had this kind of like sibling rivalry with Thor, you know, since the beginning of time. Now, according to you, Duval, mm-hmm. Loki, is he good or is he bad? Goody or a baddie? A bit of both, from what I thought. He yeah. he started off with good intentions, but in his his rejection from his, I guess, original parent, who's an, who's a Luffy, the, yeah. the ice ice giant. The bri- yeah, the... The, the ice giant, you know, yeah, the big yeah. uh, Bifrost. No, what's that? What's Bifrost? The Bifrost is the uh, oh no, the Bifrost is the, the how you travel, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, Luffy was from the like the you know, the, the cold, the cold place, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the North Pole or whatever, wherever it was. Yeah. But uh, that was his, his dad, and yeah. he got abandoned during the war, yeah. And, and Odin took him, Odin took him in, uh, raised him as his own son, but he found out later on that he wasn't really as guardian, so he felt betrayed, yeah. And all that fueled, fueled, fueled him mm-hmm. to want to do bad things. So I think obviously he, 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 he's got good intentions or he yeah. had good intentions from when he was younger, but he's matured and those intentions have turned sour. Mm-hmm. So I guess as it stands, he's, well, before Infinity War, it's kind of hard because Infinity War, he kind of redeemed himself. He, he did. He, he meant well. Yeah. And you could see it was it he, was genuine. He stopped uh, Thanos from basically yeah. killing uh, exactly. Thor. Yeah. So which I I'll thought say, was a brilliant scene. Exactly. It was. It was. It showed Heartfelt. that he really... Do you know what? To answer the question, he's good. Yeah. And answer I'll, the question, he's good. And yeah. another reason why I kind of mentioned this quickly is because Marvel have kind of changed the whole thing now. So what they've done is... In some sort of dis- character description, they say that Loki was controlled by the Mind Stone. So oh. it wasn't actually Loki doing all that shit. You know, bringing the aliens in, uh, Avengers, he was being manipulated. He was being controlled by Thanos, basically. Oh. So, ladies and gents, what do you think? Loki, good, bad? You know, are they setting things up for the new Disney Plus um, TV show? So that, you know, they make it look like as if he's a good person. So that, you know, more people will like him. Who knows? I don't know. Tell us what you think. All right. Now, some more Avengers news. Some more. Some more. Okay. (laughs) Now, you've hinted at and Marvel have hinted at and loads of people have hinted at. There is some sort of time, time travel or time loop of a storyline that we're going to see in Avengers Endgame. Mm -hmm. But did you know this, Mr. Deval? Did I know? In Age of Ultron, there is a scene between Bruce Banner, Tony Stark talking about Vision and Bruce Banner uses these words. Hey, Tony, I- I'm in a time loop. Um, we've been here before. <laughs> <laughs> this is where it all goes wrong. <laughs> this is where it all goes wrong. This is where it all goes, goes wrong. wrong. Damn. So is he is he foreboding? Like is he is he foreshadowing something that 
has happened before? Does he have knowledge of something? That's the question. Does he Boom. there have knowledge? Or maybe there's a ripple in time where he gets knowledge, but he doesn't understand what he knows. I don't know. But why would you say... Time loop. Yeah. And that's what, 2015. That's 2015. But they why, do plan ahead. But why did he say we've already been here before? Oh, man. There's... There's, do you know what? They're going to be going through some mad time traveling business. Yeah. In the next Avengers, for sure. Yeah. Because so, I'm telling you, man, that's. Go back, folks, go back and watch Age of Ultron. There's a scene between Tony Stark and uh, Bruce Banner. They're talking about doing some sort of stuff, some jiggery pokery with the uh, vision. Mm-hmm. And he just comes up with that line. So maybe we're reading too much into it. I don't know. But it's there. Mm. Tell us what you think. Even in that film as well. Tony Stark mentions Endgame Mm-mm. and that's the title of Avengers 4. These people plan ahead, mate. Yes. So do you know what? I, I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, finally, what, what final news, piece of news have you got for us? Final news. So Jumanji, uh, Welcome to the Jungle came mm. out in, did, 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 when did it come out? It came out a little while ago, didn't it? Yeah, 2018. Oh. It was last year, wasn't it? Oh, shit. Was it the year before that? Do you know what? Time is just... Well, The Rock, he's making so many films. Yeah, it's hard to... Just no, like... it, was, yeah, it was. It was a year ago. All right, it okay. It was December yeah. 2017. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> I really don't know. But yeah, you're right. He makes too many films. <laughs> exactly. I forget what's How going on. How we can't on. keep up? And, and, and Kevin Hart as well, both yeah. of them. But okay, the news is uh, part two yeah. uh, is being made. It's yeah. in pre-production at the moment. Casting and, you know, script stages, production, all that kind of thing. And from what I understand, Danny DeVito wow. will be cast in Jumanji too. I haven't seen that guy in so many in years, man. In a while. In yeah, a while. yeah. So it'd be, it'd be funny to see him and Kevin Hart, you know, two characters sharing the same screen. Yeah. Eye level together as well. Exactly. You know? Because you've got The Rock, <laughs> yeah. Kevin Hart, who's, who's obviously smaller than The Rock, but yeah. then you've got Danny Danny DeVito. DeVito smaller than Kevin Hart. Is this? He's smaller. Yeah, oh my gosh, so Kevin Hart's going to have something to look down to. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. This is weird. <laughs> it's crazy, but it's going to be fun. Uh, I haven't seen Jumanji. You ain't. You know, it's a fun film, you know? Yeah, so many people have said it's a it's fun good. film. And it's, it's like a film that takes a piss out of computer games. Sure. So there's certain stages where in the film, one of the characters will get to a, a location. Yeah. And then they'll have to choose to do something. And it, it is pretty much like when you're, when you're playing, I don't know, Lara Croft or, yeah, or yeah. Drake, uh, Uncharted. Yeah. And you get an option, do this or do that. A bit like how Band, Bandersnap is. Yeah, but yeah. Bandersnatch, sorry. Bandersnatch is, yeah. And it's like, you know, whatever you choose will will sort of take yeah. you down one path. And it's got Karen Gillan in it. Yeah, Nebula from... Nebula from yeah. Avengers. And Jack Black as well. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. wacky and crazy and yeah, exactly. it's good to watch. All right, so we now have to move on to the box office top 10, ladies and gentlemen. That is all your film news and get in touch with us if you, you know, you've got something to share. We'll we'll share it on, on the podcast. But look, at number 10 in the UK, this is a UK box office top 10, by the way, Creed 2 is sitting in at number 10. It's taken 9 million and it's great that it's still in there, but it's probably on its way out now. Okay, at number 9, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. It's done a lot of money, I think. Mm. It's been in the, the top 10 for about six or seven weeks now. Um, Yeah, we still didn't, I mean, I didn't get a chance to watch it, Deval. What's that? So fantastic beast. Yeah. yeah, don't. I've yeah. seen it. It's not really <laughs> okay. So yeah. it's not fantastic, then, is it? It's a, it's pretty much a crime in itself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, number eight is Bohemian Rhapsody, and your man Rami Malek is up for um, 
up for a Golden Globe tonight. That's really good news, you know. Yeah, yeah, he's That's up for really a Golden Globe. About, about Sasha Baron Cohen's gutted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was meant to be in it, wasn't he? He was meant to be in it. Not only that, the, from, from the interviews that Sasha and Baron Cohen obviously delivered, gave... It, you know, he obviously he made it look like as if, look, this isn't the film that was really what mm. was meant to be made. But look, hey, it's done a shitload of money. It's at number eight. It's taken 47 million in the UK alone. Worldwide, it's smashed it. Yeah. It's done really well. All right. Number seven is The Grinch. And that's done really well as well. I haven't seen it. Number six, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I'm so happy this is still in the top 10. It hasn't done as well as Creed 2, hasn't done as well as, you know, some of the other films. But I think it's a cracking, cracking film. It's got everything that you want in a, from a superhero movie. Mm. The highs, the lows, you know, the winning, the losing. Got new characters. It's funny, visually stunning and just go out and watch it. Yeah, I think that film may have done better being released during the summer holidays, mm. more time for people to go and see it. Because Christmas, I mean, mm. 14th of December, I think it was released, but you know. Yeah. All right. Number five is Ralph Breaks the Internet. You saw it. You liked it. Yeah. Loads of film references. And good film. Yeah, good film. Number four, Holmes and Watson. Yeah, I'm not going to see it. No, because... I heard it's okay, but mm, yeah, I'm not really going to see it. I like Sherlock with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch, and, yeah. And uh, our mate as well from from uh, Wakanda. Yeah, um, yeah, Agent... Um, Agent Ross. Agent Ross. <laughs> Agent Ross. Yeah. He was, yeah, he was good, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, he was all right, yeah. He was, He was. Uh, the couple of scenes that you had with... Um, Shuri. With Shuri, yeah. yeah. Colonizer. Because he, he sa- she saves him. Yeah, she does, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we'll probably, will we see him again in Yeah, I Endgame? reckon so. I reckon so. Oh, I'm not sure about Endgame, but I think we'll see him again yeah. at some point. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll turn up. Yeah. Uh, right, okay. So that was uh, Holmes and Watson. And number three, the big DC movie that's basically taken the global box office, you know, apart is Aquaman. It's done 14 mil here in the UK. And I mean, hey, go out and watch it. Mm. Good you film. Know, water-based fun. <laughs> Uh, number two is Bumblebee. I really liked this movie, Deval. Mm. For a Transformers franchise yeah. type film, I'm telling you, I was pleasantly surprised. I walked out of the cinema with a smile on my face. Ah. And, you know, that was the movie that did that to me. You know, no, yeah. you know nothing else. <laughs> um, so look, the UK's box office, <laughs> the UK's box office film, number one film this week is... Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins, yo. Yeah, Mary Poppins returns and what? it's taken 23 million. That's crazy, man. 23 million so far. That's hogged all the money. <laughs> exactly. It, it, it's, it's pretty amazing. I haven't, you know what? I do want to see it. And I'll tell you the reason why I want to see it because I watched two things related to Mary Poppins over Christmas. Number one was Saving Mr. Banks. Oh, but Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Okay. He plays Walt Disney. Oh, okay. And Emma Thompson. She plays the author of Mary Poppins. Ah. And it's a hot, and it's got Colin Farrell in it as well. And it's like the history behind the person who created mm. Mary Poppins. So I watched that. Then after that, I watched a BBC documentary on the author. 
man, some dark shit going on in her Serious? life. Yeah, and you know, she was difficult, she was tough. And in the movie, in Saving Mr. Banks, you that comes across. Because mm. I thought, hang on, how do they know that she was like this? And how do they, like, you know, so the stuff that you see in the movie, yeah, it, it's, true. It, it's true, mate. So, yeah, oh. so I'm. Um, and you saw something else as well relating to that as well, I think. Who, who played Mary Poppins in real life? Do you remember? Um. Emmy, what, what, who? Like in, in the original Mary Poppins. Oh, um. Do you remember? Or was it? Judy, no, I wasn't, no. Judy no. Garland. Or no, no, it wasn't Judy okay. Garland. It was Julie Andrews. Yes. So you saw something else. <laughs> Aquaman, the Kraken. <laughs> yeah, was, was voiced by, by Julie Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. Mary Poppins, yo. Mary Poppins, yo. <laughs> oh, it's like, of all the people to bring in, it's like, why? Like, why? why her? What? I don't understand. Did that tie in with the whole Mary Poppins thing? I Who knows? Got a clue. Okay. I haven't got a Scooby-Doo. Right, okay. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that is your UK's box office top 10 films. Get in touch with us. If you've seen a film and you want us to review it, uh, so what about something that's not in the top 10? What about, mm. you know, I'm sure there's going to be some other good films like at number 20. <laughs> <laughs> probably Sorry to Bother You. That's, that's probably dear. That's, yeah. a, that's a really good film. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, Duval, tell us what is out on Blu-ray. Yes, what we, are at, what we have out on Blu-ray this week, a couple of, yeah, I think, well, one film I've seen mm-hmm. that I can say, yeah, it's good. Another film that I haven't seen that I think probably ain't good. <laughs> and another film you've seen, which you said was good. Which is good, so yeah. So the first one is Up the, uh, Upgrade. Upgrade, which stars uh, Marshall Logan, I think yeah, his name is. Yeah, he's kind of like a, the American version of Tom Hardy. I think he'll... I, I don't know what, I've got... A, I reckon he would make a good Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. Wolverine in the comics, you know how tall he is? He's like really tall. No, in the comics, he's five what? foot three. Wolverine. Don't give me <laughs> oh that. Oh my gosh. What? Oh my gosh. What? He's Kevin Hart height. Kevin, I'm telling you, Wolverine. Yeah. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to Google it for you as yeah. we speak and you'll see. But in the comics, Wolverine is five. Think about the cartoon. Look how short he was in the cartoon. Yeah. He wasn't taller than Rogue or yeah, Storm. When I think about was, Beast now and like those. Yeah, he was, he was, he was short. He was like same height as Jubilee. In the, in the cartoons. Okay. Wolverine is short. And what about this guy, this Marshall Logan? What, is he? I don't, well, I know he's not as tall as Hugh Jackman. Okay, Hugh Jackman's right. quite tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think this guy's probably about 5'11 or something, which is okay. probably better. That's, yeah. But I can see him being a bit of a Wolverine. Like, I don't know what it is. Dark. And if he beefs up a bit as well. Yeah. Well, better, obviously better. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. Keanu's great, but I mean, as Wolverine, no. Keanu, no, no, no. 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 He has, I don't think Keanu has the... The, it just, the, the versatility for that is yeah. a bit, you know. No, no, totally. You're absolutely right. Uh, so Marshall Logan, Upgrade. And I think I asked you this question. It's, um, what is he, does he get like a computer implanted in his brain or something? Yes, he does. Yeah. So he has, an, uh, he has a really life altering accident mm-hmm. and he basically, basically becomes a para, 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 paraplegic. Paraplegic. Yeah. Similar yeah. to what happened to. Christopher Reeves. Yeah. Yeah. And he literally, he's bed bound. He can't feed himself or anything. Right. And in this film, he gets an opportunity to get a sort of chip implanted in him. Wow. That basically makes him be able to walk, mm. talk. Well, he could always talk, but like walk, get around and some. Yeah. 
So he becomes a 2.0 version of himself. Oh, of himself. And he's just on the next level. He's like Jason Bourne on steroids. Wow. He can fight people. He knows things like a bit more intelligent. Yeah. He's just on a next level of existence. Man, we, uh, you know what? We, we could all do with an upgrade, man. He's, no, he's a bit like how I am, actually, basically, <laughs> is what I'm trying to say, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I got my upgrade last week, so I'm <laughs> 1.7. Hang on, where's the option to control you? Bandersatch. <laughs> <There's like. laughs> I'm already under control. Pac-Man. Yeah, exactly. Pac-Man? What do you mean? Pac-Man. I don't get it. Bandersnatch. Pac-Man. Huh? P-A-C. Oh! <laughs> Don't you remember when they ordered the reference yeah, in there? Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so this film, so he gets, the, he gets the, the chip inside him and basically makes him able to do like crazy things. And he goes on like a, on, on a crusade to find out what happened because he finds out that the crash that injured him and oh, I don't want to spoil it injured him and killed done, his family yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. you can probably yeah. guess that yeah uh, so he goes to the crusade to try and find out who they are and get his revenge right and okay. yeah as the rabbit hole gets deeper more and more shit gets unearthed mm, mm, so it's mm. an interesting film good okay. concept actually. good concept yeah yeah it's directed okay. by the person uh, it's directed by the DOP I think of The Dark Knight Fister I don't know his name, but I think it's the person that is the DOP or the cinematographer of The Dark yeah. Nights. I could believe. be Wally Fister. I think so. Yeah, if I, think, it's, I, I hope I'm getting that right. Yeah. yeah. He did, um, there was a Johnny Depp film. Oh, with Morgan Freeman. The one, uh, trans, trans, Transcendence. Transcendence. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That was his first film, I think. Okay. But yeah. Uh, all right. Okay. So that was Upgrade. Now, Alpha. Hang on. Why does this ring a bell? Ring a bell? Alpha? Alpha's like the dog in the, in, or the, uh, the that, wilderness kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. I I, this, I didn't this one, see it. Yeah, I ain't got a clue. Exactly. Moving swiftly. Moving moving on. on. But it's out on Blu-ray, ladies and gents. It's out, so yes. If you want to go watch that. Now, here's a film that I did see and I thought it was really interesting. Low budget, independent film starring John Cho. And John Cho, you'll remember from MILF, MILF, yeah. MILF, MILF. <laughs> so I just like, whenever that comes up, I'll always just like keep remembering it. And, and Bob and Silent Joe or something? Um, Harold and Kumar. Harold and Kumar, okay. <laughs> Bob and Silent Joe. Uh, that's, that's, that's Kevin, Kevin Smith. Smith. That's Kevin yeah. Smith. Yeah, so, so um, Harold and Kumar, he's the MILF man. And um, he's in this film, plays a dad, 40-something dad. And one day his daughter goes missing and the film is about him searching for his daughter. And there's a twist in the movie. And I've got to tell you one thing, right? The the build up to it is brilliant. There's a lot of tension. There's a lot of kind of like, you know, uh, nods to Alfred Hitchcock. And there's this suspense. There's this kind of thriller thing going on. And, you know, who done it? What happened to the daughter? You know, is the, is the uncle involved? You know, um... Yeah. You know, we're, trying, we're trying to piece together. As you're watching the film, you were trying to piece together. But I'm telling you, Half an hour before the film ended, I pieced it together. Did you? I pieced oh, it man. together, and don't I, say, I, I might say it's no, less, yeah, don't exactly. Say I, I shit you not. I w- sat across, uh, sorry, uh, sat next to my friend, and I said, "This person did it." And half an hour later, all revealed. Mm-mm. All revealed. You're better than Columbo. <laughs> no <laughs> shit, Sherlock. <laughs> but listen, um, but yeah, as a as a kind of like you know entertaining film, you know what? Watch it. Get it. Ladies and gents, go out and watch it. It's good. You'll, you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Um, all right. Okay. Now let's move on to what's coming out on streaming and some new trailers that you should be having a look at. Yes, yes, yes. What's the, uh, 
the intruder. Um, is that one I put on that there? That was one that you put on there because I was going to ask you what's the intruder. <laughs> you know what? I forgot now. <laughs> well done. It'll great, come to me. It'll come to me. Pre- uh, okay. okay I'll, come, I'll come back to that All one. Right, here's one that I want to uh, talk about. Oh, Are yeah, you? I got it. The intruder. Yeah, okay, I know go it on, now. Yeah. Go on. So the intruder stars uh, Meg, Megan, Megan Good. Meg, oh, okay. I was thinking Megan, Megan Good. Fox. No. <laughs> She's still hot, though. Yeah, Just as hot. Yeah. Megan, Megan Good. And another guy, I can't remember his name now. Uh, he's got he's got green eyes. He was in the light skinned guy, green eyes. Uh, Sounds like the Green American. Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> well, who is it? <laughs> <laughs> but he's in like all those like uh, American like black films. I, 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 his, his name's irrelevant for now. But yeah. he's got Megan Good. Okay. He's also got uh, uh, what's his name, Dennis Quaid. Mm. Yeah. So basically, this couple, Megan Good and her boyfriend, uh, they. They they find a new house in a new neighborhood, a nice big house just for them to. Don't know why they want to do that. <laughs> Happens in all these films, yeah. <laughs> you know, massive house, and the house belonged to Dennis Quaid's grandma, I think, or something like that. Okay, he sell, sells the house to them, uh, but he can't let go of it. So he can't let go of the house. It's like he's, he, he turns into like a. Like <laughs> I love the way he just turned around. He can't let go of the house. <laughs> yeah, he can't. Let go. It's like he like he sells in the house, and then the next day he'll turn up and be like. No, the next day... He's back there. No, I think the next day, what happens? He sells him the house, whatever, whatever. And then a few days later, uh, Megan Good wakes up and sees him mowing the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> man, this is man, man, just man mow- is mowing, mowing the, the lawn. lawn on one of those like proper mows. The other ones where you sit in it. You sit in it. It's like a professional one, you know. <laughs> like you get in football stadiums. Yeah. Man sitting in it and mowing the lawn. <laughs> It's mad. <laughs> it's shit. mad. And then like, she wakes up and says, this, this guy's mowing the lawn. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and you see it and he's like, hi. And she's like, what are you doing? And it's like, oh, just, you know, I just felt, you know, when I sold you the house, the garden wasn't in the best shape. So I'm mowing you the lawn. Yeah. And she thinks, oh, that's such a nice oh, thing, so you know. Sweet. But then more things happen. More things happen. He's there. So he starts to do other things. So he starts to turn up at the house. One time she comes to the house. He's inside the house. <laughs> oh my god! It's but mad. that is your worst nightmare, though, isn't yeah. it? It's like creepy as fuck. Exactly. So that's why he becomes the intruder. Oh, and then it's like imagine this. Like, yeah, you know, I'm selling you the house, but it comes with a man. It comes with a creepy house. Small print. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I ain't leaving. <laughs> it sounds interesting. Um, okay. So that's that, that's that's a good film. It looks like. It looks like a good film. Yeah, it's it out does. This year, uh, I think. I think maybe April. I think it mm-hmm, is not long. Mm-hmm. Maybe even earlier. But yes, yeah, it seems like a good film. Yeah. All right. Okay. And you, you on Netflix. Yeah. This this is actually taking Netflix by storm. Storm. Have you heard of it about, as well? I've heard about about the stalker. Yeah. So it's like a stalker t- kind of guy. He 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 seems like a really nice guy. He seems like one of your like proper like college sweethearts. Yeah. You know? And. The trailer's really good because the trailer, he's talking to us. It's just him, a monologue. Yeah. Saying how much he likes the woman, saying how he's such a nice guy, saying what his intentions are. He just sounds like the perfect guy. Mm. But it turns out that he's got some other crazy, dark, psychopathic, I don't know what kind of tendencies. And he's really like, he's stalking this person. He finds this person. He, he like... Because he seems like a nice guy. She likes him as well. They end up dating. And I think, I haven't seen it yet, but from what I understand, shit starts hitting the fan. It literally goes tits up. <laughs> I think people start people start dying. Shit starts happening. And I think in all this, in all the, the storm, I think he's still looked at as the nice guy. Because it, oh, it can't be him. 
but he's the one that's he's doing the one, shit. He's the one who's pulling the strings. Exactly. I think I think some of her friends uh, start to see cracks in him, but mm. I don't think she believes it. And she thinks, oh, you're just jealous. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think, yeah, from what I understand, it's, it's a good, it looks like a good series. Yeah. I'm going to start it this week, I think. Yeah, it's on my watch list. And um, like, like you mentioned, it's taken uh, Twitter, internet by storm. Yeah. Loads of people are talking about it. Because, hey, everyone... Well, actually, no, no. Someone has a stalker at some point. Like you, you've had stalkers, right? Of course. Yeah, like you, you know, people stalking you, waiting. And I've stalked as well. <laughs> <laughs> you got to bring balance to the universe. <laughs> oh shit! And look, just as you can see, yeah. Look, I've just googled Wolverine. His height in the comics is five foot three. Oh my gosh! And yeah. Hugh Jackman's six foot three, three. a whole foot, foot taller. taller. So oh my gosh. Incorrect, but yeah. Five foot three. Yeah, man. Yeah. This guy. So Kevin Hart really should have more chance exactly, of playing Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, Danny DeVito. <laughs> um, <laughs> gosh, can you imagine? He's got the hair as well, He's got isn't the it? hair coming up. Um, all right, here's one that I want to um, mm. mention. It's called Arctic. I've seen uh, it before. And is that on our... You, you put that on our, I put that, on our YouTube I just channel. thought, you know what? I ah. saw the trailer. I thought, you know what? Let me share this with our yeah, subscribers. Yeah. Our uh, nearly 100 subscribers. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so so I, started, um, I started watching this trailer and I thought, wow, this is interesting. So I kind of likened it to, do you remember that film, uh, the Liam Neeson film, The Grey? Mm, yeah. So yeah. I likened it to that. I likened it to kind of uh, the Tom Hanks film, Castaway. Mm. So a person stranded in on the on the Arctic, he's so he's battling the weather, he's battling nature. It's you know him alone, and the uh, the the premise is this: he has to decide whether or not to travel across the Arctic to get to safety and push along, pull along uh, like a daughter or maybe like a wife or something, mm. um, or is he going to do it alone? Like you know, th this is the conundrum that he's in, right? So kind of visually looks stunning. Um, if you've seen Castaway, you know, in that kind of that that frame of mind where you don't know what to do, you've got polar bears. They want to take your head off. You know, they just are like fierce, you know, man, polar and, bears are fierce, man, and fast. Yeah, they can run like fucking bolt. Serious? Are they, they fast? Can, fast? They, they are really fast. They can. Bears are fast. That's what people don't realize. So, you know, you, so he's fighting the weather, he's fighting, you know, animals, he's got nature and, you know, he's only got a certain amount of, say, for example, fuel left okay. in, you know, a gas fuel light. So it's one of those types of movies where it's like, what do you do? How do you survive? You die. <laughs> exactly. You Al die. Almost like the Revenant type of thing. Yeah. Like, you know, he's got to kind of get, go through one side to the other side. I saw it. I thought this is going to be interesting. It was you know, it's got Mads, I think his name is called Mads, Mads Mickelson. Mickelson. Oh, him. And he we've was, seen uh, him in... Casilius in Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. And in uh, Rogue One. He was, Rogue uh, One as well. He was quite good in that. Yeah. Was he? Yeah, he, was, he played a good in that, goodie in that one, didn't he? He was, uh, he was a goodie, but a baddie. He was uh, the, girl, the, the lady's D uh, dad. Dad. Yeah, that put the, the weakness in the Death Star. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, Ben Mendelsohn had to kill him. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what, you know, he, and he's a great actor, you know, yeah. he, I've, I've seen him Royale in other stuff, Casino well. Royale, seen him in that and, uh, you know, it looks interesting mm. okay. we'll, and go check it mm. out. All right. Also, cool. something else that's coming out on Amazon Prime uh, mm. this year is going to be Hannah, the series. 
What, as in Hannah is in the, the film? The film Hannah, which stars Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse Ronan. Ronan. Serious, there's a series of it. Yes, man. What? The tra- there's already kind of like a teaser trailer out on YouTube. Go check it mm. out. If you are a fan of Hannah the film, which I am, you are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's got... Bru- uh, Eric Banner. Eric Banner. Mm. I was going to say Bruce and Banner. Was Kate Blanchett in that one as Kate well. Kate Blanchett, she plays the villain. Mm. Brilliant fight scenes. She's she's like a what? She's like a she's like a young born. Yeah, a mm. young born or a young black widow. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's a she's a she's an assassin basically. She can mm. she can fight. Uh, Eric Banner kind of like you know built her up. Uh, mm. Sorry, uh, brought her up to kind of fight people. You know she's got skills, and then he dies in the in the film, and then she's got to go out and mm. just kind of make her way. But yeah, they turned this into an Amazon Prime series. Wow, okay. Yeah, so that'd be interesting. Mm, yeah, very interesting, actually. Yeah. All right, tell us about Eighth Grade. Eighth Grade is a, a it's a, oh, what's it again? It's the 22, <laughs> not 22, 24. Tw- it's a 24 production. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's uh, what's it called again? My mind's gone blank. 20, what twenty four? Yeah, in the production house, I have the, all the all the great A twenty four. A twenty four. My mind went blank for A A. You know, <laughs> I was like, as soon as I started, as soon as, as, soon as I started opening, opening my mouth, I was like, okay, it's okay, it's, it's gonna come out, it's gonna come out. Just open your mouth, it'll come out, it'll come out. So it's an A twenty four production. A twenty four production. Yeah, and this you know that they make great films. Was tipped for such so, so many festival. Well, it, it won so many festival. Mm. Uh, competitions is meant to be a really, really, really solid film. Yeah. Like really fine film. And the, the actress in it as well, young actress, I think it's her first major role, killed it. Wicked. This is a film that's been on my list for a little while. Yeah. And I'm so glad it's now going to be on Amazon. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. What? <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> tell, gonna, us, tell us about I'm it. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for some sort of... <laughs> I'm waiting for some sort of synopsis or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I must have missed the synopsis. <laughs> right. It's something called Eighth Grade. It's on yeah. Amazon. Okay, it's Eighth Grade. It's about uh, a young girl in the eighth grade school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a coming of age type uh, okay. film. Yeah, I where like she it. She has uh, troubles with like family, troubles of fitting, and she goes to a new school. Yeah, and she's got to fit into the new school, and it's just it just shows her journey. Yeah. from trying to fit in to where she ends up being, how she sort of comes to terms with things and things like that. But from what I've because I haven't fully seen, I've seen the trailer a few times. Yeah, and it looks like a good film. Yeah, and it's always you see when you look for top ten films of two thousand and eighteen or whatever. It's there. Yeah, it's there. Yeah. It's there among with like uh, Avengers Infinity War. Wow. It's there with Black Panther. Yeah. It's on the same list. Wicked. Top 10, A Quiet Place. It's all on there. All right. So eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to watch it. Sounds a bit like, uh, <laughs> sounds, <laughs> sounds a bit like a boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Any A24 film just needs to be just, watched. Just watched. Yeah. All right. Now here's, here's a show which I thought was, had a cracking first season. Mm. Second season, I heard kind of, Less favorable reviews. Uh, I'm talking about True Detective, mm-hmm. and it was brought to us uh, here in the UK on Sky. Yeah, but it's a HBO production, yes, and yeah. HBO they make some great TV. Yeah, they don't, they don't hold back, you know. Yeah, and the maybe, first maybe season, that's what it could be. Hold yeah. back. Oh no! no. <laughs> and the first season was like Matthew McConaughey and uh, Woody Harrelson. Mm, yeah, which yeah. I thought they were was good, brilliant man. Yeah, they were it was really, good. really good. 
but tell it was, us about. It was quite dark and twisted the first one. It was. I remember the ending being like a bit hints of kind of like supernatural you know, ritualism type, yeah, and like you know yeah, yeah something so like that. Weird. And second second one was just. I don't know what Vince Vaughn was doing in there, man. <laughs> and Colin Farrell, was he? Yeah, it? Colin Farrell was in it as well, I think. And it was just a bit of a, yeah, it was madness. Hodgepodge Madness, of. yeah. But this one is going to be, it's going to star Marshall. I always get his name wrong. Marshall. Marshall Ali. Marshall Ali. Yeah, yeah Marshall Ali. And it's, it's looking like it's returning to its original dark. Because mm. it's like a serial killer type situation going on. Yeah. And he's got a, like a a, re- a retro afro, so it looks like <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's meaning business, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it's looking dark. Uh, I don't know what the full premise is yet. Right. And to be honest, I don't want to know. No. Because I want it to be a bit of a surprise. We want to be kind of like uh, it, we want to be entertained. Exactly. Are you, Are you not, not entertained? entertained? <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. Um, but yeah, so, so from what I've heard so far with the early reviews. It's returning to its original form. Wicked. It's not going to be a letdown like season two. Yeah. It's taken a while for this to come out. Yeah. Season two came out actually a few a years ago now. Yeah. I yeah. remember that. Yeah. Wow. And uh, this has taken about a good two and a half, you're a good two and a half years to even like come out. So. And the first season, just to kind of quickly add on to that, Carrie, Carrie Kurif uh, Fukinawa. Oh, Carrie Fukunaga. Okay. Yeah. He's going to be doing Bond. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That guy, man. Yeah. He's made some. He's, Really, kind of like visually, yeah, great, great director, cutting edge stuff, yeah, yeah. So, next on the list is actually uh, one close to home, actually, yeah, which uh, it's going to be starring Benedict Cumberbatch, mm. and this is going to be called uh, Brexit, uh, a what's it called, a Brexit, a a home war, something like that, or right. something civil war. Uh, but basically, it's going to be surrounding on uh, Brexit. Yeah. Which is uh, Britain's exit in the European Union mm. and the controversy that surrounded it ever since this, you know, came about in 2016. 16. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be airing on HBO uh, worldwide, yeah. uh, but in the UK, Channel 4. Yeah. It's going to be a, a one part, like a like a feature length. Feature length film. Sort of, yeah, kind of thing, which is going to be airing on the 7th of January. Mm. So, so watch it. It's out now. Which is tomorrow. Yes, or when they listen to this, yesterday. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's literally coming, it's, it's actually out now, so I watch know. it. <laughs> this, uh, this, next, uh, this next film, uh, when, I, when I see this, it just makes me happy. Uh, the Dark Knight mm-hmm. on Netflix. Because mm-hmm. pr- prior um, to this, I could only get it on uh, Amazon Prime, I think. It's hard to find, yeah. Yeah, yeah so. Finally. The Dark Knight, that's a top, top film. Top, top film. <sighs> What I mean, I it's just like amazing. Enough, enough, enough of this clown. How <laughs> <laughs> can I make this pencil disappear? That is brilliant, man. <laughs> the Joker. Oh my oh, gosh. gosh. Such, so many gems in that. I so know. many great lines. I know. Oh man. Yeah, I'm going to watch it again. Yeah, know. I know. Uh, also, another classic mm. um, The Departed. Heavy film. Heavy Gangster film. film. Gangster, literally. Yeah, it is. And. I've got to just shout out the original, mm. which I want you to go and check out. Is that, uh, that's the J- Japanese, Korean, is it? Uh, Hong Kong. Hong Kong, okay. Infernal Affairs. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of it. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, and you know Martin Scorsese, he, mm. he, he watched the Infernal original. Infernal Affairs, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, he watched the original one and he just said, this is a cracking premise mm. and it's got two big, st- I mean. Chow Young Fat. I think it was Chow Young Fat and it was like Andy Lau or something like mm. that. It was one of, one of the, the big Hong Kong okay. stars. You know, at, at you know at the time ta- at the time, and uh, big hit in 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 Hong Kong, mm, mm. 
And look, it was only a matter of time. So this film... Uh, Jack, John Woo, was it? No. No, I'm, okay. I'm not sure actually who, who no, the director okay. was, but uh, but for the US version, mm. it's uh, Jack Nicholson, mm. um, Mark Wahlberg, Martin Sheen. Leonardo. Leon, Leo. Mm. And... Um, and who? Uh, Bourne. Oh. Jason yeah, Bourne. Ma- Ma- Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. those two people were like... And it's got Ray Winston in as well, Ray yeah? Ray Winston yeah. as well, playing like a, like a gangster. Well, yeah. I mean, he always does play a gangster, yeah. doesn't he? Bourne a gangster, that guy, isn't Yeah, it? exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a cracking film. Mm. And I'm glad Great it's on film. Netflix. Yeah, definitely. Uh, all right. Now, mm. this one, a very underrated movie. I think so too, you know. A very underrated mm. movie, directed by Zack Snyder, who mm-hmm. brought, brought us Dawn of Justice. Mm-hmm. Brought us Sucker Punch. Yep, Drunk Sucker Punch. punch Sucker like Punch, yeah. yeah. Yeah, something like that. That one's, that, that's a bit of a hidden gem, you yeah, know. Yeah. A bit of a hidden gem, that one. And we're talking about Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Watchmen, which is a comic book creation. DC, uh, isn't it? No, no, no. It's DC now. It's DC now. But it wasn't before. No. But yeah, Frank Miller was involved in that as well. Yeah, yeah. But Watchmen it talks about uh, superheroes that retired and then... Some of them have come back out of retirement. Yeah. And it's just, it's very dark. Killing goes on. I love the Rorschach character. Oh, he was brilliant. Excellent character. And like Rorschach's diary. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. Like, yeah. Oh, that was all good, man. a bit man. like a film noir kind of character. Yeah, definitely. Narrating to himself. And and Hawkman is... Um, Wilson, Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. great film. Mr. Manhattan. Oh, he man. He is another level, level. of character. He's... He walked across the surface of the sun. This guy was so, he got so powerful... He almost became became a void of human emotion. Yeah, because he was such, he was of such omnipotence. Yeah, that he was just on another level. He he went off to build a like a shrine in Mars. Yeah, because he just didn't. He was he had enough of Earth. Yeah, yeah, and um, there Crazy. was a bit in there. There's, he walks around naked in that film. Yeah, because he because he doesn't the human his humanity's gone. He doesn't care. I'll tell you something really interesting. There's a friend of mine was living in Dubai. Oh, yeah. at the time when that film came out and all the scenes where he's in they, they, they cut it out <laughs> all the time, they it out. Oh and I just thought to myself but Mr Manhattan's a big character he's, man he's in the film like you're oh, naked all the time how gosh. are they going to do it because obviously they don't like you know yeah. can, controversial can they blur it or something oh, come man. on man. It's just, when, I just, when he told me that Mr. I was just Manhattan, like he's just a wicked this character this guy yeah I wonder if they they were hang on there TV show's coming the TV out. TV show's coming yeah. out. April. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. We're on it. We're yeah. on it. We're yeah, on yeah, that yeah. one. That's what I'm right. This year, first yeah. six months, it's I'm going to map mass, out. Mass. Yeah, the first six months is going to be gangster. Um, okay. Now, Hitch. Where mm. do you stand on Hitch? Do you know what? Hitch, yeah. It was interesting. Probably one wasn't of my favourite rom coms of yeah. all time. It's um, a good film. And I remember the song. If there's one thing, if there's one thing, that was the song for the film. What? Be- that Beyonce? No. no. Oh, uh, Oh, uh, A-Marie. A-Marie. Oh, yeah. I was love that, that Was that on this? Well, oh, it was okay. part of the trailer. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, A-Marie's my, oh, my she wife. she was wicked. Yeah. She, oh, I love that song. Yeah. And uh, so is we got Will Smith and... Eva... Eva Lung... Uh, no. Eva Mendes. Mendes. Yeah. Is she with Ryan Gosling still? Yeah, I know, man. Damn. Damn. And then we've got that guy, the the guy that he was the, trying to hitch. I forgot his name. Yeah. The, like a comedy kind of guy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It was a good film. Good yeah. film. It was. Good I film. remember watching it in cinema. Yeah. And uh, he, he had that reaction to the the, 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 the shrimps or something. Something or like that, yeah. His face went all big. and So the premise just, is what? He's trying to hook people up, but yeah, he needs to get hooked job. up. He's, he's, his job is a hookup guy. He's like a, a manual ten, Tinder, a manual <laughs> eHarmony more like. <laughs> exactly. Because I think he, like, he goes for the long haul. Yeah. He likes yeah. to set up people for real relationships. So he's like a manual 
e-harmony kind of guy. I know, man. And it's, uh, yes, yeah, it's, a, it's a really, really fun it film, is. actually. I think Will Smith is perfect in that film. Yeah, totally. And mm. that was when he was like, I mean, I, I really hate to say it, but I mean, yeah, back then he was like massive. He was a, like a big, 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 big star. Yeah. And that's not to say he's not now, mm. but I just think now he, he kind of like, he needs a hit yeah, like yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, and I, and yeah, I hope he yeah. does because he's, he's got yeah. natural talent, man. Yeah, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is what you can find on streaming and what trailers that you can go out and watch. Now, we're going to bring you a selection of films <laughs> which we are happy to talk about. And this is our anniversary corner. So now we are going back from uh, 1989 forward nice. to 2009. Yeah, I have to think about that for we a second. Because easily... we've always been yeah. doing like, you know, 88. Yeah. Um, right, okay, so the first film that I want to mention is from 2009, so this is 10 years ago, and you might remember this being the ninth film. It was marketed as being the ninth film of El Quentin Tarantino. Oh, is it? The ninth? Because he, he, he oh, okay. does, yeah, he always does, he always puts it, marks it down and as the... Yeah, the, is it okay? I think it's like I think he does it eighth or ninth film of Quentin Tarantino, but mm. it's Inglorious Bastards. Top film, you know, wicked film. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. It uh, critically, a lot of people were like, "It's too long." Quentin Tarantino, he doesn't know how to edit his films. Nah, he doesn't. He wants it all in. He Imagine wants if, it if that's all what in. we got. Imagine what there was on it, the cutting room floor. It must have been a four-hour film or yeah. something. Like Jesus. <laughs> Um, oh, and talking of that, Kill Bill is technically, in his eyes, one, one film. film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was split yeah. into two. So, Inglorious Bastards from 2009. Oh, what a cast. Brad Pitt. Mm -hmm. Michael Vassbender. Uh, Eli Roth. Mm, he was in it. The, the, beer, the beer Jew, was it? <laughs> the Beard yeah. Jew. Yeah, like bashing yeah. Uh, Nazis' uh, yeah. skulls in. And for me... The introduction of... of Christoph Waltz, oh, man, heavy character. This guy is a legend, seriously. Character you love to hate. Yeah. He speaks like about five different languages in the film. And in real life and in as real well. Life he's as gangster, well. yeah. Yeah. This guy is like really good. Uh, he won the Oscar. Mm -hmm. He won the Oscar for the film. Uh, I want to say Tarantino won an Oscar for screenplay. Oh, is it? At some point. Okay. And I'm not sure if it's for this one. Flicksters, if you're out there listening, correct me. Mm. But I mean, Maybe nominated, but nominated possibly because he writes his own. He always writes his own yeah. films, like you know. And um, what else can we say about this? Okay, a crazy premise. Well, okay, but one of the one of the best scenes I'll say in this film, because I mean, because Tarantino films, there's always like a scene in a film. Pulp Fiction, you got the like the cafe, oh, the cafe scene. Yeah, and for me, I mean, uh, for this for this film, the the scene in the restaurant, the underground restaurant, oh, where yes. the tension. Where Michael Fassbender was trying to pretend to be something he's not, not, and like just the way the scene plays out, it's all fun at first, and everyone's chatting, and then bit by bit you get other characters. Other characters are introduced, yeah, and then the, 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 one of the characters comes over and realizes that Michael Fassbender, because he says, "Oh, he he has three something." I can't remember what it was, but he mentions three, yeah, number three. And because he uses certain fingers, yeah. the officer is able to realise he's, he's not, not from where he said he's, he's from. Because if you're from there, you'll use a certain free or whatever. Exactly. You'll, you know, you'll show it a different way. Yeah. And that little thing got him in trouble. Gave. But the guy didn't reveal it straight away. Oh, it comes wicked. later. 
and then there's a massive shootout. shootout. It's, that's a wicked, wicked scene. I love that scene, wicked mate. Scene. I, I'm so glad you said that. But yeah, so the thing is that with the three is apparently, I mean, I didn't know this. I got this from watching the film. So you learn something. Nazis used to say the number three by using the thumb, thumb. Oh. the index finger and the, the one next to it. The middle finger. Yeah. But Michael Fassbender's <laughs> character he uses first three fingers, not okay. the thumb. Yeah. And that's what gave it away. So it's not efficient. It's not efficient. That's how they see because like this, it's like the first the first three fingers are. It's like the, well, because thumb's not a finger, but yeah. So to do that, it's like it's not efficient. You probably get in trouble for that, innit? I know. Oh my gosh! gosh. Look at us <laughs> playing around with our fingers. <laughs> but yeah. So um, if you haven't seen Inglorious Bastards, mm. then uh, go out and watch it. And um, that was from two thousand nine. Okay. So now, before that. Thought we'd mix it in with a bit of horror comedy uh-huh. and a zombie film. Who doesn't love zombies, comedy, and you know horror? So, in two thousand and four, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost they were in this little film. It was it was small. The budget I don't think was massive. Um, no, I don't no, think so. No, not, no, I don't think so. Big. And yeah, outside of England, I don't think that they were. As well known as they are now, obviously. Uh, yeah, but, exactly yeah. now. But I mean, I'm talking about Shaun of the Dead. I yeah. remember when this came out. And Massive hit though, wasn't it? Huge hit in the UK. Huge mm. hit. And it made them megastars. Yeah, yeah. And it spawned uh, like Hot Fuzz and... The, the Cornetto Trilogy is what they're called. Yeah. Is that what they're called? That's <laughs> what they're called, yeah. So it's uh, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz and This Is The End. This Is The End, yeah. This Is The yeah. End, yeah. All the same cast, I think, isn't yeah, it? Pretty all, much. And uh, what's his name, the director? Not uh, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. Is it Edgar Wright? It's, 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 isn't it? it's, yeah, it's yeah, Edgar Wright. Yeah. yeah. So Edgar Wright directing, who then went on to um, almost direct Ant Man. Almost direct mm, Ant Man. Famously, creative differences. Creative differences. Then went on to do um, Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Yeah, which was a great film. And so yeah, Shaun of the Dead, zombies, comedy, uh, great soundtrack. Um, you know, what do you do in the event of a zombie apocalypse? What do you do? Do you go to a house? Do you go to your friend's house or whatever? Or do you go to the pub? And in this movie, they basically end up in a pub and a shit, you know, loads of shit goes on and it's really funny. If you haven't seen it, why haven't you? But go out top and go film, check it out. Top yeah. Film, yeah. All right. Here's one that I know you want to speak about. Duval. <sighs> it, it was a, wasn't it a game changer? This changed my life when I saw this film in 1999 yes when I first saw this film I went on a date I was with someone on a date to see this film for the first time yeah she'd seen it already and she kept talking about it <laughs> and she was like this film's really good really good let's go and see it let's go and see it I was like okay let's go and see it yeah then I wasn't like as I am now I didn't really understand what, what was going on with the Matrix yeah but I thought, okay let's go and see it and when, when we saw it I, I tell you I kid you not yeah you know usually if you're on a date you know, obviously in a cinema, it's not the best place for a first date. Yeah. I was 19. Let me live. <laughs> but all I can say is I forgot about her. Yeah. I was watching the film. It was like, I was so into the film. I couldn't, I couldn't believe the visuals, oh, the concepts, you know, totally. it, was, it just took me away. And the special effects, the fighting afterwards, we clapped. The whole place clapped. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Wicked. Crazy. Yeah. One of yeah. the best experiences I can I ever remember in a cinema. And to this day, even to this day, when I watch it, it still gives me goosebumps. There's still quotes from the film yeah. that I can still, even now, Wicked. I still say. Certain like, like we need to need, uh when uh, like Keanu Reeves or Neo is about to fight Agent Smith. Yeah. Or they're about to fight and 
I think he's about, he's going to run away from Agent Smith and then he stops and he turns. Yeah. And he be, he starts to... Believe. Yeah. And, and, and then Morpheus says, he's beginning to believe. <laughs> At any moment, yeah, when something <laughs> happens in life, when I think, oh, damn, I, I doubt myself. And yeah. then if I start to do well or something, then I always say, He's beginning to, to believe. believe. <laughs> yeah. If I see like someone else do it, that's yeah. what I say. Ah, that's you know? wicked. It's just, you know, and also when if something really mad happens where you get a real rude awakening mm. or something really hits you in the face. Yeah. Where like you didn't you didn't realise it before. And then now you or like say this let's say you get a parking ticket, that's a lot of money, or something really like that hits you in the face, yeah. then I say, welcome to the <laughs> desert <laughs> of the real. <laughs> that is so There's funny. so many sayings. This film is just... It's littered with it. And it's like, come on, what is your reality? Mm. Um, you know, the Matrix, what is the Matrix? And I remember this whole thing, what is the Matrix? Believe it or not, I watched this film, right? Uh, Acton, Park Royal. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, the View Cinema, Park Royal. Yeah. After the film... There was, pre- there was a priest giving out leaflets. Serious? Yeah. What? A- and it was, now that you've seen The Matrix, we want to tell you about the real world. And is it was it? because The Matrix has this, because think about it, because Neo is this kind of Jesus-like figure. Yeah, who's gonna messi- yeah. Me- yeah, exactly. Messiah type figure where he's going to save the whole of, you know, Zion. Like, you know, the whole, we, we don't yeah. know about Zion just Babylon, yet. Yeah, yeah, Babylon. Yeah. So it's got this whole kind of religious subtext going on in there as well. But for me, when I watched that movie, I was like, man, the visuals, the 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 beginning bit, you know, Trinity, the way she's like kicking ass. and Oh, that first scene. That, oh, Come wicked, on. man. I thought it was brilliant. I just thought, you know, we were introduced to, um, who's the actor? What's the actor's name? Hugo Weaving. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mr. That's the agent, uh, agent, agent Smith. Smith. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Anderson. Yeah. Oh, oh man, gosh. wicked. Oh, too many Matrix. things. There's too many things, man, in that film. But Go then, out and watch it. Also, you know, it was a, there was a, there's a controversy about it because they were sued because uh, the Wachowski, I can't call them brothers now, but the Wachowskis, the Wachowskis, yeah, uh, they were sued for plagiarizing <gasps> uh, another author's story. Uh, they they took stuff from the story, and I think they oh. lost. Yeah. So it was, was plagiarised the whole because of Babylon and all that kind of stuff. It was someone else's story about, you know, about another existence and world and stuff. And they sort of took from it and made it into the Matrix. Mm. There's more more to this than meets the eye. But yeah, Shit. the Wachowskis got in trouble for this one. Uh, I'm going to yeah, read up a bit more. Yeah. And I know they went on to do, I don't know if you heard of this. Street film, Racer. Got, yeah, or, that one, Cloud Atlas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they went on. Yeah. That that. It's a deep, deep film. film, yeah. Deep, deep film, film. Mm. and you got to watch it. I mean, I only watch it the one time, mm. and I and I feel like as if I've got to revisit that mm. and watch it again. Mm. But deep film, yeah. Haley Berry plays like six different people, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Hugh Grant is in there, plays yeah. like mad characters. Okay. And yeah. All right, so that was the Matrix, ladies and gentlemen, um, from nineteen ninety nine, mm. and twenty five years ago, mm-hmm. brought two big. You know, at, you know, movie stars together for the first time, which was Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt. For the first time, yeah, and and the only time is it? I cannot recall them being in a film together mm. since. So Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise, they were big in the nineties, and um, they both played vampires. Mm. They were both being interviewed <laughs> by Christian Slater. Yeah. yeah. And the movie is an interview with a vampire. Good, good, good title, you know. Interview, it's a really good title. Yeah, based on books. Um, mm. there, there's there's three books in the in the series. I think I'm not sure. 
Uh, it Great did film. terribly, yeah. terribly bad at the box office. Did it? Yeah, flopped big oh time. Gosh. I liked it. I, I liked it too. I think even to this day, I think it's yeah. a good film. Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. She, she, she had to kiss Brad Pitt. I think she was really young at the time as well. Yeah, I, I can't remember yeah, that bit. Screen but kiss. But in, in this film, there's a bit of a, I don't know if it's, if, it's a, if, I, can, if I can call it, uh, no, it's not a rumour. It's, it's actually, yeah, it's it's It, it, it happened. Yeah, but yeah. Brad Pitt didn't want to do the film. What? Oh, <laughs> yeah. shit. He didn't want to do the film. He, he agreed to do it. Uh, he found it very, because originally his role was going to be quite different. Mm. But then his role turned out to be this person that was very like, just a downer, basically. This person yeah. was very dull and- He is. Yeah, yeah. quite, you know, like just Always negative. sad, upset yeah. and like, you know, yeah. And he found it to be a drain. He didn't want to do it. He tried to get out of his contract. He called his agent and said, how can I get out of this contract? I'm not enjoying this. I need to stop this. Yeah. And the agent said, well, it's going to cost you $50 million. Jeez. He was like, okay, I'll get back to work. Then. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like- <laughs> I'll yeah. get back Pop, to work. Popping off exactly. now, yeah, yeah. So he maybe maybe it, maybe it, it lent more to his performance, to his performance because he didn't want to do it. So he, yeah. he carried on being okay. I did not know dreary. that. Yeah, it's mad. Yeah, and um, <laughs> it happens all the time. You know, sometimes actors try to try to back out, but they can't because they're locked into contracts. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, one of those things. I, but I mean, I think the box office performance after that because they were talking about it being kind of like a, a second they wanted to do the you know second and the third because it? it's based on a book trilogy mm. but I mean after the first one mm. so that was Interview with the Vampire 25 years ago if you want to see those two come together on screen uh, go check it out and we had to leave you with this one ladies and gentlemen mm. from 30 years ago just think about that 30 years ago Batman. <laughs> Batman. So this is from 1989 mm. and this is uh, Michael Keaton playing the Cape Crusader, Don the Cape and Cowl, Jack Nicholson as uh, the Joker who ramps it up like to yeah. 11T on, on, the, on the scale. He's like, you know, loud, he's brash, he's crazy, he's brilliant. And it was the first time that we got to see a live action film of Batman. And Batman has been around since the 40s. Yeah. The first, yeah, you're right. Because it was before that it was the Adam West um, sort of cheesy, cheesy TV show. Like, yeah, you know, type right. of thing. It's a long time, man. Long time, man. Long time. So this made, and Tim Burton, you know, it's dark. Mm. His film is like, it's yeah, like, really dark. dark. Yeah. Like, you know, and he wasn't afraid to do it. He wasn't afraid to kind of make it that dark. I thought it was brilliant. I remember I used to have posters up of Batman on my wall, man, in '89. Serious. Seriously, and I loved it. It was a soundtrack by Prince. Was it, so, mate? Prince. Prince did the soundtrack for Batman. What? Yeah, there's there's like um, there's, there's, I remember like you know a couple of songs. I remember a song called Party Man. I think it was, and like yeah, this, seriously, yeah, go go back and check it out. And um, Purple Rain Guy, Purple Rain Guy, man. So Prince did that, and I mean, what can we say? It was Batman the first time. It was a classic. It was mm. a massive hit, massive massive hit. It was filmed at Pinewood Studios. We got to see the Batmobile, ah. yeah, Batmobile, and um, Batman fights the Joker. You had Vicky Vale. Um, Kim Basinger. Yeah, yeah. And she, she turned was, out to be Catwoman next, isn't it? Uh, did she? Did she? 
I know it's Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, 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 Michelle yeah, Pfeiffer yeah. in the second one. Yeah. Which was, uh, you know, mm. it didn't Danny have DeVito. that. Danny DeVito. Penguin. Penguin. There you go. Mm. And then, yeah, so, yeah, it was great. It was a big hit. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Mm. And, that, and that was actually 15 when it came out, wasn't it? It wasn't a kid's film. No, it was not because he made it dark. Yeah. Uh, right. Mm. What are we doing next? Next, uh, are we going to have a prayer or? <laughs> yeah, we are going to have a prayer. Yeah. We're doing film reviews and yeah. here's a film that I've watched. Uh, I managed to, I've managed to squeeze in a film <laughs> at the cinema. But you know where I had to go? I had to go to like, you know, central London to go watch this film. Serious? Yeah, it was on one of the, one of the uh, independent it's... cinemas. <laughs> And um, the the Prince Charles was it or the Curzon? (laughs) Curzon. So I mentioned this film probably about three or four months ago. Oh, did you? Yeah, I mentioned this film three or four months ago. um, Saw the trailer for it and I thought I've got to watch this film. As soon as I get the chance to watch it, I'm going to end up watching it. Stars uh, Joe Cole, who you'll know from The Peaky Blinders. I've not seen that actually. Really great actor. Joe Cole, yeah. His name is Joe Cole. Great actor, up and coming British actor. I think he's going to do really, really, really good stuff uh, in the future. Mm. It's filmed, it's set in Thailand. Joe Cole plays a Liverpudlian. Get off. <laughs> Give me some. Give me some. And um, he's a drug dealer and he's a, base, he's a drug user as well. Heroin. Okay. Uh, heroin. Heroin. So the film starts off with him in Bangkok, Thailand. He's selling. And and it moves really fast. It's got a fast pace at the beginning. Okay. You know, he's selling drugs, going into toilets. He's in strip clubs, and all of a sudden, his house gets raided. Mm. He's he's shoving heroin uh, up his ass. Because, up his ass. Yeah, because he basically doesn't want to get caught with the heroin, you know, up his ass. And before you know it, he is slammed up. He's in the slinker. He's being hauled around. In Thailand, notorious for being the worst jails in oh. the world. Really bad, overcrowded. Banged up abroad in Thailand. Exactly. That is the worst, worst thing. Worst thing, right? So he's got to walk on his knees. They, you know, they, they properly like, you know, they, they, you know, they treat him bad. They yeah. beat prisoners up. Yeah. Like, you know. There's, there's, there's less uh, like regulations and exactly. stuff, isn't it? So we're introduced to this whole world mm. of, you know, Thai prison and I've got to say one thing, right? It's bleak, mm. right? Don't don't get me wrong. It's bleak. The outcome is bleak for our character. Uh, when you're watching this film and you're thinking, shit, how's he going to survive? He's a white guy in Thailand. Mm. And things that come across my head are, he's obviously going to get beaten. He's going to be, you know, they're going to try and rape him or like, you know, whatever, you know, stuff happens uh, out in prison. Your worst nightmare is probably going to happen. And... One thing that struck me about this film was it's beautifully shot. Cinematography is amazing. The way it focuses on Joe Cole's face. I mean, he kind of has to say a lot without actually saying anything. You know what? There isn't a lot of dialogue in the movie. Yeah. Not only that, when there is dialogue, there are no subtitles. Why? Because the director wants you to experience it like how how he would be oh, experiencing serious. it so you don't know what the Thai people are saying it's amazing that is wicked 
Bro, it's amazing. That puts you in it because you'll be like, what the, what? What, what, what's going on over here? judges, their body language. Exactly. And there's some harrowing scenes in there. Like, you know, there's a suicide. There is a rape scene in there. And, you I'm know, the, yeah, there's, oh. there's, there's a lot of stuff going on there. There's beating. There's, um, you know, uh, there's deaths. You know, people get killed in there. And then, you know, our our friend Billy, uh, uh, Joe Cole's uh, character is called Billy Moore. So this, sorry, I forgot to mention this is based on a true story. It is. This is based oh, on a true story. That's crazy. I, I, I should have mentioned that. And there's one saving grace, um, Thai boxing, or oh. in the in the movie, like or in Thailand, how they, what they call it is Muay Thai, and yeah. that was one of the things that attracted me to this film because you know I like martial arts, I like the whole the the art of fighting, mm. and the, there's beauty in that, a uh, beauty in that as well, like you know being able to kind of. Um, use martial arts in a in a good way, obviously, and to be able to obviously defend yourself. But he uses it as a, as an a, as an escape mm. to get better or to get himself out of prison. He's got a fight and he's got a you know do something with himself. Mm. He's still a heroin user, by the way. Are you serious? Still, how's he getting heroin in there? It's prison. Wow. You can get it. You just you know mm. whatever you need to do, you need to do to survive. And I guess that's what he does. He uses the heroin to do it. And eventually, you know, he becomes this Thai boxer and he has to fight other prisoners in, in jail to get respect and, you know, and to eventually fight his way out of prison so that then he can, he actually gets released. But then he spends the, the, the end of his uh, jail term in, in the UK. Are you serious? Yeah. But I mean, this whole journey, this arc is, is pretty amazing, man. Uh, I, I'd, I'd definitely say go out and watch it. If you can uh, go out and hunt this film down, mm. do it. It's called A Prayer a prayer Before Dawn. Stars Joe Cole, based on a true story about Billy Moore. You know, a Liverpudlian selling drugs out in Thailand, gets caught, gets mm. banged up abroad. And his don't journey. Do don't do it. Just don't do it, man. Because do it. it's, it's rough. The jail, people sleeping on top of each other. He lands in the prison and he start, He lies down next to a person and then another type person goes, dead. That person's dead. Serious. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine that. <laughs> when you mentioned, <laughs> he has to fight his way out of prison. <laughs> I imagine him fighting like, obviously like low level guys first. <laughs> and then he fights like the end of level boss. <laughs> and he looks like... <laughs> I can imagine shit. the end of level boss. Where is this when you defeat all the other? <laughs> we got to push yeah, this up there. I've got to. A, the end oh, of level boss always looks like a mad person in a big coat. <laughs> oh, Flixes, if you could just see I'm this just post, this picture, a picture of an end of end of level boss. I'll put it on uh, our Instagram. Put or that something. on our Instagram, man. It's just the funniest thing. That's what I imagine. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's what it probably feels like. Yeah. You know, you're fighting like your bleak. way through. That's it's bleak. Ble you know what? It is. It's bleak. That's bleak. But it, it, the film is beautiful in the sense that he uses this art to mm. kind of get himself better and the way it's filmed. Uh, but I mean, if that's not a, a poster for, you know, yeah, not to do yeah. drugs and not to get is. banged up abroad, bl bloody hell, man. Like, seriously, why would you want to do it? Crazy. So. I can imagine him, him coming back to the UK must be like the Hilton Hotel. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know. Uh, mm, so, yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Good yeah, review. Good, yeah. So, it's, it's definitely a good mm. film. Definitely worth a watch. Now, all right. Well, tell thank, us. Thank you, sir. Thank you. 
Now, tell us about what we're seeing in uh, hidden, gems. hidden Gems. Yeah, so I've got, I've got a couple of Hidden Gems today. Uh, one came out in 2017, one came out in 2015, so not too long ago. Mm. Uh, the first one is a film called Marshall, which stars Chadwick Boseman, a.k.a. The Black uh, Panther. The Black Panther. T'Challa. And uh, Marshall is a true story of a lawyer from, like... What year was it? I think it may have been the the 30s. Oh, 30s. Quite a while ago. I think it was in, yeah, 1940. uh, Thoroughgood Marshall. Mm. As a young lawyer, uh, part of the NAACP, who were the uh, African-Americans, it was a national African-Americans, like, oh, what's it called again? It's like a, a group that are there to help the advancement of African-Americans. Sure. That's what it stands for, actually. Yeah. Yeah, the national... Yeah, basically. So, basically, yeah. So, he is a young lawyer and he's basically uh, defending another African-American person who's been, uh, I guess, yeah, they've been... They've been prosecuted uh, on rape of a white lady. Yeah. So, this person... I don't know. know, I'm not going to spoil it because I think it's, it's it's a film worth seeing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're pointing the finger at this person, saying he he he's he's raped her. It's a serious allegation, and Thorgood Marshall has to defend this this black guy. Yeah. Uh, in a time when really black people, like or pe- any people of color, really, if you're if you're accused of a crime, you're literally just going to go down. You're going to go down. Exactly. You're going to go down. The you're racism get, at that exactly, time. Exactly. Jeez. And not much has changed actually, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but those days it was more in your face. It was more like you got you got less chance. Yeah, if you get accused, just go to prison. Make it easier for everyone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't defend yourself. Yeah, but exactly. This uh, this lawyer is part of an organisation that are there to defend sure. the rights. You know, and give a fair trial. Exactly. So this lawyer was really good. Like one of the first uh, African American lawyers of like you know massive influence and of that sort of uh, stature in that time. And Chadwick Boseman plays him really, really well. Okay. And uh, actually, the the person that is being prosecuted is uh, your mate. Actually, uh, the one that was in Predators, um, Sterling K. Brown. Sterling is that his K. Name? Brown. He's oh. in it. Yeah. So they they meet up again. Oh, okay. Cool. So from Black Panther to this. To, to this, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And uh, it's a really solid film. Yeah. It's a really solid film. Really good story. Yeah. Uh, sad in places. Uh, obviously. Uh, Obviously, Chadwick Boseman's character doesn't have it easy. Mm. You know, he's to be a lawyer anyway. It's hard to to, to get to that level. It's and, hard to get cases. And to be a lawyer back in the forties. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Jeez, man. Yeah, it's hard to get cases to get paid. You know, it's, it's just it's just hard all yeah. round. Yeah, totally. And he really fights for this guy. It wasn't an easy battle. I'm not going to say what happens. Right. The person he's accused of, ra- of raping is Kate Hudson. Mm. She plays the, she plays a role. Uh, so I think the the man worked for her, right? And uh, something was supposed to have happened, and he was supposed to have raped her and and fled. And it's true, he did fled. He did fled. He did run away, right? Uh, but there's more to it than meets the eye. Sure. So in this story, you'll you'll get to understand a bit a lot more as to what happens. Okay. But a uh, really good film, okay. really solid film. You you can see why. I think this was the film. Was it this film or another one? I think this was one of the films that convinced uh, Marvel that this is the Black Panther. Right. Yeah. Okay. I think this is one. Of, this is one of the films that he wow. done, and they were like, "Oh yeah, this this guy. This is our guy. Yeah, this is yeah. our guy." So, and he didn't have to audition as well for Black Panther. They chose him. Wow. Yeah. So, good film. That's really pretty good amazing, film. man. Marshall, two thousand seventeen. Okay. If you can find it, 
find it. If you can't, let us know. Yeah. We'll show it to you. And it reminds me of kind of another story, another like true story. Um, this has happened in New York in 89, I think, about five five African-Americans. They were accused of raping. They were accused of raping a lady and they were sent to prison. Ah, oh, I've heard this story. And, what, yeah. The, the, uh, Ava... Ava Duvaney? Duvaney, she she covered it. She she, I think it's coming out or it, it is yeah, out. Yeah, I've heard of this. Yeah, it's, I've heard it's, of it. It's called the Five. I think. Yes, I've I think. heard of it. I have. Yeah, and yeah. um, another miscarriage of justice, like massive, like you know. Mm. I've heard of it. And then they were eventually released back in two thousand something. Mm. They were exonerated. And yeah. There's a there's a there's a organization that if you're if you go down for a long time or something like that, you come out. You can get some sort of recompense. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, so, yeah, you should be yeah. able to. You should be able to. Um, all right, sorry. Yeah, so that's Marshall. And tell us about your next film. The next one is called. What's that? Is somebody at the door? Yeah. <laughs> There's somebody <laughs> at the, the door. door. <laughs> There's somebody at the door. And this one's called Knock Knock. Right, who's there? I was meant to sound like a knock knock, but it sounded like some rusted <laughs> old trapdoor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Knock Knock stars Keanu Reeves. This came out in 2015, mm. uh, directed by Eli Roth of right. uh, Cabin Fever fame. And we mm. mentioned him in Inglorious Bastards. Loves a horror film. Also directed The House with the Clock in Its Walls recently with yep. Jack Black and Kate Blanchett. Yep. So he's, he's versatile. Yeah. But yeah, so came out in 2015. It stars Keanu Reeves, who's a, oh, what is he? I think he's a architect a writer? Oh, or right, something. Okay, okay, he works yeah. from home a lot, basically. Yeah. Uh, he's got a family, uh, wife and one kid or two kids, I can't remember, but he's got a family. And uh, his family go away for a day or two, I believe. They go away for the weekend. He's home alone. He's going to work from home. And that's it, really. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, he gets a knock on the door. Knock, knock. And you get these two uh, attractive women uh, that knock on his door. It's raining outside. Their car's broken down or something like that. Mm -hmm. They need to use the phone. That's how it starts, <laughs> yeah. You know, obviously, and all I can say is, for when he lets them into the house, yeah, uh oh, shit goes tits up. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it goes tits up. So little by little, at first it's all innocent. You know, right. he's trying to help them, genuinely trying to help them. Yeah, they seem like they need help, but then bit by bit they get kind of flirty. Oh. They get a bit risky. They start drinking clothes start coming off and he, he's all he's all he's, he's trying to say no 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 stop 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 yeah but there's a moment where i think he without spoiling it like yes things happen okay things happen reluctantly or otherwise yes things happen yeah the rabbit hole gets deeper and deeper and deeper so he did take the other pill then the the red pill <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, he took a pill trust me I think it was the blue one actually <laughs> he took the blue pill on this occasion okay and yeah. the rabbit hole goes deeper and deeper and 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 things happen yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah and uh, yeah it's just it's this oh man you know I liked it. I told, I told my brother to watch it. He yeah. didn't like it. Oh, okay. He said it was shit. Yeah, but I liked it. I think it was just, it was just a weird, crazy film. And the ending yeah. is wicked. Really? Ending okay. Ending is good. Ending is good. Yeah. So the, I mean, what is it? A ha is, is it a happy ending? I'm not going to say. All right. Okay. So the two people who um, knocked on the door, yeah. have, did they pre-plan this? I'm not going to say. Uh, all right. Okay. <laughs> does, the, does Keanu Reeves' wife and kid come back? Yeah. 
All right, okay, so they definitely they come, come back. back. Yeah. And do they see him in some awkward position? I'm not going to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you can surmise from okay. my... Okay. My, uh, <laughs> I want to watch it. I want to check it out. It's a funny film, All you right. know. It's an Eli Roth film. So yeah. does that mean there's a lot of blood in it? Not really. Oh. I, think, I think there is some blood, but it's not It's not a horror film. A ro- oh. it's, a, it's a thriller, suspense and whatever. And, you know, but yeah. it's not a horror film. No, okay. no, 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 no. I don't think anyone actually dies, you know, to be honest. But yeah. So it's, it's, it's psychological. Three like, characters in the whole film, pretty much. Wow. It's yeah. him and the two girls in the house. Yeah. Apart from when his wife and kids are there, but they, they go and come back. But yeah, pretty much just those, those three. Yeah, yeah. What I remember, yeah. All right, okay, knock, cool. Knock, knock. Yeah, knock, worth knock. a watch, 2015. Okay. Hidden Gem, because pretty much no one's really heard of it, but yeah. I think it's worth a watch. All right. It'll bring some entertainment into your life. Cool. I mean, so. just the whole premise of like, you know, getting a knock on the door, mm, two, two, exactly. two lovely young ladies, you know, need help. Exactly. Help them, you know. Help them. <laughs> and I'm neighbor. sure Keanu does, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh cool. gosh, so, cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like, like I said before, I'm going to be posting on our social media. I'm going to put the, uh, I'm going to do a map of the next six months. Yes. Because the next six months is going to be fire. Heavy. So I'm going to put a map out and put down everything that comes out, where it's coming out, the release dates. Yes. To make sure everyone's got this, put it in your diaries. Keep it. This will, this will sort you out for the next six months. Yeah. That would be our gift to you, Fricksters. To you. Yes. But in the new year. Exactly. And talking about gifts. That will be the gift, actually. That's the gift that everyone's going to get yes. this, this week. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I think I think they'll enjoy that one. They will do. <laughs> <laughs> they'll enjoy that one. So, uh, so, yeah, thank you very much for listening. Thank you. And, and um, uh, yeah, I would say uh been a great show. It's been a great, show, great start always, to the year, you know. Great start to so, the year, Deval. Yeah. And um, I'm going to check some of those films out. Check them out. Check All them right. out. All right. Peace out, guys.